0: <laughs> well now, we call this the act of mating But there are several other very important differences Between human beings and animals that you should know about
1: All positive is
0: meant
2: for an adult audience All positive may contain sexually oriented content Politically oriented content
0: And unethically oriented
2: content Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Almost Positive with Van Rollington and Sir Rollington. I'd appreciate it.
3: Pants, and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two air touch. You want it rough. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my Waffle House. Hash browns. Come and cook at FedEx. Never reaching apex. Just like Google call stock. You are inclined to make me rise an hour early. Just like daylight savings time. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do
4: Alright, so,
5: baby, baby nah. the m- mammals, so I'm trying I to like figure the out, on the
4: was, did people listen to this song unironically, or?
5: I did. Did
4: you? Yeah, <laughs> it was the yeah. shit. Alright, so, you know, there's gonna be a lot of, actually, that's gonna, ever since the WAP came out, it's just been, like, a lot of sex talk. Lots of it. So, sorry to anyone doesn't like to, to hear about sex. I
5: thought we were a family show. We are. Oh.
4: It's important. Remember, we need sex education as early as possible. Oh. And yes, we are a family show. Ooh. It's like, uh, how many people do you think are uncomfortable by the word moist?
6: Oh, my God. Uh, moist. <laughs> oh, there, my God.
5: Yeah, no,
4: there really is people that feel that way about the word moist. I would. Yeah. Sorry, people. Moist people. But uh anyway, so yeah we've we've been focusing on that a lot lately and then and, and some of it you know the, the first few times it was like all right that's what we're going to talk about uh-huh. the last few and now it's just kind of just falls into place that way um so today <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny i missed that guy already
1: dude <laughs> I know,
4: we should we should have him be like our our third you know the
5: third guy he should be our uh you know how tom green had the guy with the mug laughing in the background yeah we should have him he can be the peanut gallery
4: yeah i would have him i would have him on all the shows we'll have we'll have him back eventually he could tell us he's a horror writer i don't think we even mentioned that you know what you did mention that he was an author i mentioned he was an author and i was supposed to plug his stuff so go to fucking um what's his name
5: you're trying to <laughs> come off with it at the top of your head. Look at you. <laughs> this guy. Uh, was his, what what was his favorite? name,
4: dude? Uh, to- uh, Toby Nixon. Toby Nixon. Yeah, go to Toby Nixon uh at, at Amazon, and you'll find his books. He's got like five or six books. They look pretty great. They Toby, look spooky.
5: Toby with a Y. Toby with an I. Toby
4: with a Y, dude. Just fucking find him. Toby Nixon. You'll know. You'll know him when you see him. You'll know. You'll know it's him. But uh, so anyway, but today. We, we have a roster of people today. So I don't want to waste no motherfucking time. Like if we already wasted some time.
2: Oh, uh,
4: that speaks to me. So today we have, actually in studio, we have fucking, all right. This is like in this is, this is Olympic level shit. Okay, go we got Hyro, aka Jerome, aka Tyrone, aka <laughs> Hydro, aka our friend David, aka Yuri. How you
7: doing, bro? Good. I think you forgot Jamal.
4: Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. It's damn. not it's not Tyrone. No, It's Jerome, the then Jamal. <laughs> it's
7: fucked up. Dude. You're close. Yeah, I took
4: a shot of whiskey and it was like a powerful shot, so oh. sorry everybody. Um, and then we got so we got some people calling in today. We have uh we're gonna have a segment of Destination Unknown. You know. That's right. We get to hear a new song, which is gonna be very exciting. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> We got Andrew Jennings calling in from Australia. He's a pretty cool dude I talk to once in a while on Facebook. He's got some some interesting stories and he's a truth seeker. You know, yeah. he's at, and he's out there spreading the word. The word. And then word. Um, we got Eddie making her, her second comeback this week, technically. She's gonna be on an episode for today, a nine our nine eleven tribute episode. Should
5: be out already. You should listen to it before should, you should should do be this out.
4: One. Should be out theoretically. Theoretically. Um and then we also have Richard Sheffield, who lives in Alaska, and is going to tell us how to survive in Alaska. I think. Nice. And then we'll get into the news. Trump, Trump's winning prices. Fucking R. Kelly's catching hands and shit. <laughs> fucking, uh, we get to finally hear from the fucking the the guy that got his bicep shot off in Kenosha. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. And then uh, we have some positive notes about fucking the kardashians so <laughs> how dare you man what's it's wrong positive, with you, why positive. why you, you hate on the kardashians bro
5: the kardashians are all right
4: so why are you trying to shoot them
5: oh i just uh that was for the other guy <laughs> but yeah sure no.
4: uh-huh.
5: I, but i like the kardashians they're pretty good you know they got good stuff
8: why are you out that is so embarrassing for your life and your soul
4: that's good i would have around on the podcast if she came on
5: that is so embarrassing for your life
4: and your soul. How dare you, man! I like the little the little musical notes on of this shit.
5: Uh I, I tried to produced. find. I tried to find things without the fucking uh, music in the background. But I, th-
7: I think I heard they're on their last season.
4: Listen, Kardashian? bro. Listen, bro. We're gonna get to that. Just <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you shoot, Hiro.
5: Maybe I, I was actually shooting the Kardashians. That <laughs>
7: oh, that's like, it's their it's last delayed. season. So How
5: delays. many are there? So I can cock the shotgun correctly.
4: Four? <coughs> no, dude. I don't want to hear that shit get cocked that many times. Chill out.
5: That's like five. No, six, they're
4: way past five.
5: Seven, eight, Why don't
4: you look it up, Iro? You should be our eight. Google guy today, man. Oh let
5: ten. ten. <laughs> let's let's just go with ten. Just ten seasons.
7: What what am I looking at How many Kardashians are yeah,
4: there? How many Kardashian seasons there are? I need
5: to oh, know seasons. how many buckshots.
4: Oh, mean. you meant you're trying to shoot each one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you not know how cocking a gun works? <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. I guess you don't. Anyway, so fucking, you know, I picked that song earlier Mm -hmm. because, uh, I thought it's, I thought it's interesting. We've been talking about sex a lot and, uh, that song was actually recently compared to WAP and like, oh, why is everybody upset when everybody was jamming out to, to Bloodhound Gangs fucking, uh, What's it called? Mammals? Or I don't no. know Discovery Channel? Discovery. I don't know.
5: I can't remember. It's just everybody knows it at the It's got a channel, name so.
4: that's not fucking the course. Bone
5: or something. I don't know. Bone or
4: something. So, no. and it reminded me of our conversation about sex ed that we had last week mm. and how kids should be taught sex ed so that they, they know their bodies, you know? Yeah. And uh, there was a song that I remember. So I got, I, I used to get, I used to live in Puerto Rico and I used to get CDs from my mom. Okay she sent me like corn issues and fucking slipknot fucking and shit like that that's i don't know cool why
7: mom. that's a cool mom yeah
5: yeah cool mom. well i
4: don't think she was she was really paying attention to what it was to so this cd because when i got this cd the bloodhound gang cd that, that song was on it came without the booklet she took the booklet off of it
7: she you to know the lyrics yeah mom. dude so
4: i was like she still sent me a cd yeah. so i listened to the cd and I was like, now I got questions. And it was after hearing fucking uh, the, ju- play the juke, play the back, the jukebox song, dude. the jukebox back. the be bet. Back. Today, take your time, dude.
3: My last girlfriend didn't like me, but she might be most likely a dyke. She just didn't excite me. Lefty, yeah, but that was alright. She was hotter than the sun, but she just wasn't that bright. My mistake. She was more flaky than a leper colony. I think I wouldn't. I've been much better company ass like a donkey Acting funky Gave her L, Now she's a funky So my love for her died quicker than a batch Of sea monkeys Early bird gets the worm Spread your legs and spread the word So what if I'm not the smartest Peanut in the turd I'm white which goes with everything But I can come in any color And I'm looking for the kind of girl That reminds me of my mother But it's hard to.
4: So there's a lot of vagina talk in this song the harmonica part Ooh. <laughs> at the end of the song they start just like screaming vagina a lot <laughs> so i was like what like 10 or some shit 11 yeah and so i had questions you know like this fucking cd had a lot of references that i didn't know
0: i don't understand <laughs>
7: i
4: really didn't so i like i called my mom and i'm like hey you know these are <laughs> english Explain yourself no well these are english words uh what are they saying what is vagina? Mom, what's what? <laughs> yeah, right. What's, what's the, the what? Oh, my God. Poor mothers now. Kind of questions they got to answer.
7: Yeah.
4: Well, hopefully by the time they have to answer them, the kids will already have been educated at school. I hope so. Um. But, yeah. No. So, I was like, what is vagina? And I re- all I re- I remember her saying that it was boobs. Why? That they were titties. And I'm like.
7: Just another name.
4: Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And then, like years later, I found out that it wasn't true. <laughs> and So I asked her, "I'm like, why'd you lie to me, bro?" What? And she just denied the whole thing. <laughs> never happened never, it happened. never happened. It's part of your how'd you yeah, get child that CD? Mind. Give me that. Yeah, right. But I remember it clearly because I was so confused. And I'm like, vagina, vagina. I'm like, it's a, it's really boobs. Like it just didn't. I was like, what? I don't know. Yeah. But um, God bless America. Yeah, I thought of that song today when I fucking, you know, when I decided to look for. Uh, for An intro song, a, a, an intro song that spoke, you know, and resonated with the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. I can
7: see. You ever heard of uh, Detachable Penis with John LaJoy? Is Probably that around the same time?
4: Yeah, that's, that's the. Is that the sweater people? The band that does the sweater song?
7: No, I don't think so. This no, is that's the one guy. The Detachable, but I have heard, I think I've
4: heard it. You want to sing it for us? Yeah,
7: <laughs> Detachable penis. That's pretty much it. That's it. Oh, <laughs> it says that, that over, and over
4: Sounds like a good song, dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. applaud that. Yeah, we should. We'll put it at the end of the episode. There I usually go. forget to put things at the end of the episode, but I'll remember this time. So, you know, spe- well, speaking of penises, you know,
1: mm.
4: last week's episode it was uh riveting. I've I've heard nothing but great things about it. it was riveting, life changing. Riveting. It's almost positive before that episode <laughs> and after.
5: Oh shit. It's
4: one yeah. of those. Yeah, it's our our white album. You know?
1: Oh my god.
4: Yeah, like, we were not gonna be able to do any better than that guy. So <laughs> Okay. Just listen to that shit over and over. All but right. no fucking um there was we were having a conversation about periods. Very insightful conversation. Yeah. Type of conversation needs to be had. And this is why, this is why we are for the children. <laughs> this is why we're a family show because sometimes, apparently, dude, I don't know. I mean, it's not surprising, but it really is though. Like chicks not finding out that they're going to eventually have a period.
7: Before they have a period. Yeah, that was eye opening. Like, what kind of parent? I are don't know you? it was so traumatic for some people. <laughs>
4: dude, like, wait a minute. Wait what a kind minute, of parent minute. wouldn't tell their child, like, dude, listen, what event? You know, because it's like, can you imagine just waking up to that shit? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's terrible. Terrible parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Thrown in the wood chipper parenting. Oh, jeez. No. Nah, because, you know, people forgive their parents for not telling them these things. But anyway. There's worse. Yeah, I guess there is worse There's things to good fucking. There's worse here.
5: ways To fuck up a kid
4: Yeah but I don't know It just seems so horrible though It
7: builds character
5: Listen you they were might. told That va- the vaginas were titties And she was
4: told Yeah right um, Yeah you, you came <laughs> so, out fine I was like, yeah. yeah it came out Just fine too I guess so mm-hmm. You're right But I I made a pa- passing remark About penises bleeding yeah. And uh, play, play the rewind Because I'm, I'm worried <laughs> Imagine like you wake up one day and your dick is bleeding oh, and you don't have like any clue that this was ever gonna
5: happen. To that happens? That first boner. That so happened?
4: right right there at the end. Oh my
6: god.
4: Her <laughs> friend Lane asked if that actually happens. And I don't know if she was for real. I don't know if she if she was fucking around.
5: She can call in and <laughs> tell us. Yeah.
7: She's, she's the one that didn't know that she was gonna bleed. Yeah. Yes. So this might just be new things for her, like, you know, just a, a day of learning.
4: So, Lane, if you want, call the call the hotline and you could let us know about that uh, if you actually were for real. Fuck it. Yeah. It's uh, 312-715-7587. Just hit us up and let me know. But anyway, so I was like, uh, no, our dicks don't bleed. They don't? Because that is they don't if your don't dick bleed. bleeds, you should go get that shit looked at.
2: Sheet.
4: Yeah, penises are not supposed to bleed. They're like from my understanding, any circumstances unless there's something really wrong going on.
7: That's right. Unless you have a barbed shaft or something.
9: Whoa.
4: If you can <laughs> if you have no explanation for why your dick is bleeding.
7: It's not a good thing. Yeah, no. Go
4: go see a doctor. You know, we're all about male empowerment here. Um but no, our dicks don't bleed. And and she also asked at some point if men get their periods. Now, that's an interesting one. I think they do. And theoretically it's been kind of okay. like uh understood that there's some version of it.
7: Sympathy uh, cramps?
4: No, nah, it's it's hormonal. It's hormonal and it's just regulation. When of, you
5: turn into a bitch,
1: like yeah. you just got, to you, <laughs> you just, feel it,
5: yeah, yeah. feeling it, yeah. You know, fucking, you acting like a little sour ass pussy for like a good solid two days. Like, what's up with your
4: ass? Yeah, you know, because your body does need to regulate itself, and we just don't have the part where we bleed and shit like that. But we do have self-regulatory systems that make us act fucking um, hormonal. Sometimes. Are you serious? Hey, dude, look it up. Google it. Is that what you did? And then Google the gay frogs. You'll. Yeah, <laughs> and then Google the. Gay <laughs> frogs. You're gonna learn all sorts of shit, man. My
6: eyes, my
4: eyes, my eyes. <laughs> what The fuck is that? Where's that from? <laughs> That's
5: them. That's it's Kardashian. more Kardashians. Dude. Oh. You said, "Give me Kardashians," and I went. And <laughs> yeah, got Kardashians. I asked
4: for some Kardashians today. Fucking. Um, oh, they got quotes. They, they got do. Dude, they
7: got fucking hours worth.
4: <laughs> you can make hours worth of just. You can make a show shit. out of it. A whole show. <laughs> fucking. Um. Yeah, man. Our dicks don't bleed unless there's something really wrong with us. They don't bleed on a regular basis. Uh, and a, a child going through puberty would never wake up and see their, themselves bleeding from their dicks. That's just you, ladies. Sorry.
2: A bucket and a mop.
4: That's terrible, man. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was bad. Yeah. I
4: really can't stress enough that you know if you're the type of parent that's going to let your child wake up bleeding one day with no explanation, you should at least be like smacked a couple times. <laughs> And that's our almost positive fucking uh, stamp.
5: Boom! Stamp. That should cool. make you really, really bad. One, is one that one what works. stuck with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that like no one told them. Anytime we <laughs> make that's crazy, that's crazy,
4: dude. Yeah. Crazy.
5: Anytime we make these uh, declaratory statements, we need to have like a little stamp sound.
4: Like this is the almost positive stamp of approval. Oh, this stamp sounds like. But what? What? Do you, I mean, there's worse things that you could do as a parent. But come on, dude.
7: That's yeah. not. That's not. A, that's not up there, though. I mean, no, it's up there.
4: I mean. How I guess on a scale from one to ten, how bad do you think it is?
7: Not explaining the birds and the bees and like the whole that, that your vagina
4: that one day you're gonna get up and your vagina is gonna be bleeding, like no knowledge at all.
7: I think it's more than a five. <laughs> it's more. I than don't want to make it five? like the like the the middle ground, you know. It's like, if you did it, it was it worse or, or, or not so worse than this. It's a five, five, no, maybe, five
4: and a half, six.
7: Maybe six. I'm afraid Let's to see. say seven because then I can think of plenty of things to fit a seven. Like
4: what? What's, what would be a seven? What would be an example of a seven?
7: You forgot your kid at McDonald's.
5: Damn. You know what? You went That's there happened. specifically
7: for I them guess. and then you fucking left them there. Oh well, I know
5: a yeah. relative that they did that. <laughs> that's, did
4: that yeah. that's
7: kind of a seven. Like it's a it's a small seven. A you know, seven. it doesn't amount to much, but that's pretty fucking bad on you. Like if the kid doesn't even notice, well, you almost got away scot-free. If but that's still points on you. Yeah. Not telling your daughter that she's gonna bleed. It's I six. guess that's a little worse.
4: Worse? Oh, it's worse now than a seven?
7: Because that's affecting them too. It's not like, oh, they didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can get away with telling them after.
4: Yeah, dude, it's like lane described uh, i think her teacher or something told a story where when it happened to her she didn't know and her parents weren't even home so she's yeah. bleeding and fucking there's no one there like i'm dying bitch like what the fuck's going on
7: i wonder like a year later that her mom sit her down and be like look mija one day like all late yeah
4: <laughs> nah motherfuckers found out i'm sure that they didn't you know but that's crazy
7: you know what then i'm gonna flip my score not telling your daughter that it's a seven forgetting your kid at mcdonald's is a five
4: all right. Oh shit! Yeah. God damn! I didn't Bass. see that coming. That's kind of a fucked up rating system. I thought about it. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, it's retarded. <laughs> I thought I put more thought into it. <laughs> Let me think about it more. Here, let's make it worse. <laughs> it makes sense if you don't think about it. Don't worry. Yeah, don't. All you put right. Too much thought. So you know, I mean, that's all nice and well, but we got a couple of people we need to get on here today,
1: mm.
4: and uh, I'm gonna try to figure out how the fuck we're gonna get these people on here. So <laughs> let's get to that.
5: Okay.
7: What time is it in Alaska?
4: Um, we have two time zones in this. I bridge. know. We're like, who the fuck, who, who fuck was to do with the different hoses and area codes?
7: Oh, okay. ludicrous. In, in Alaska, it's 4.30. It's 4.30. I got
5: in the morning? BM,
7: PM. The, the, PM. The, PM.
5: Alright, there we go. We're all good. Oh, everything's gravy. Okay. Everything's gravy. Oh. We got Eddie on the channel. We got you guys on a channel. Fucking works.
4: Nice. No. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, all right, cool. So first, we'll start with uh this week's fucking destination unknown, man. It's been so long.
5: Play him in. He's got a new song. I've
4: been I found, waiting.
5: I found uh you know one that was right up your alley.
0: In a destination unknown, baby, let's fly away so come alone. Every
1: second will be as long as long wow. as you love me, baby. It
5: doesn't
7: stop. In a destination
5: unknown, he just repeats i don't know
7: that's it that's the whole song that's all the lyrics just, that's good
5: yeah so um uh for those that don't understand or haven't listened to past episodes um hyro gave us this song called destination unknown which we hated <laughs> and then uh <laughs> i decided one day to start looking up uh, different destinations unknowns and we found uh several of them there's, so we've just been playing them
4: there's dozens and dozens yeah. of them so,
7: there's, so they never there, play the song I requested. They play every other song by that title.
4: There, there's like dozens of songs called "Destination Unknown," and they're all fucking terrible. Like they're all really <laughs> cheesy and bad. So it's, it's pretty. The
10: songwriters had no destination for their lyrics, so they just wrote the one lyric.
4: Destination Unknown. <laughs> there's, dude. There really is. And then it's not like In every genre. Every single genre. There's. Uh, like America, like country western, there's Uh fucking dance songs, there's reggae. pop reggae. Yeah, fucking terrible fucking pop reggae. There's metal. There's some metal. There's a few metal ones.
5: We had like a jazz R&B one last week.
4: Yeah, Yeah, like a horrible 90s R&B. A little disco song.
5: Uh,
4: Yeah, so. It was was probably by Wamek and (laughs) Wamek. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Who is that? Is that some Australian person? No,
10: that was an American, like, you know, two-piece <laughs> chick band. Like, they both had bleach blonde hair, African-American chicks, and they were awful. Oh.
4: They might have had that shit, too. They might have had a version. We got to look it up. Yeah,
10: yeah. yeah. But uh, well, There might have been a couple or something. I don't know. It was, it was just cheesy
4: 80s music. What do you What do you have for us this week, bro? So,
7: for this week, I got I got a couple <laughs> of different things. I'm a little all over the place.
4: It's coming through like a chef, bro.
7: But I thought we'd start with... Um, the first story I got today is um, this little town in the south who got in a little bit of trouble for their little local pride, <laughs> you could say. For the
4: southern like, people in trouble for their fucking pride again?
7: Yeah, again. And this is uh, from a little town called Robson. Their um, their high school team is called the Cotton Pickers. Cotton Pickers. <laughs> the Cotton Pickers.
1: <laughs> 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 the Cotton Pickers.
7: The
11: cotton picture.
7: That's the that's oh, wow. the name. That's the name of the high school. Texas. This is uh in Texas, I
4: believe.
12: Texas.
7: Texas.
4: Robstown, Texas.
11: They pick they pick cotton in Texas, it's-
12: and
1: they're
4: proud of it. Well, well, well,
11: why wouldn't you be? I mean, I know I actually know someone right now who is driving to do that right now. And they don't
4: they get paid like crazy amounts of money? Yeah, we had clips on that
7: before.
11: Actually, it, it's to- equipment. Running now, and it's all man. Yeah, it's all machine work. It's good job. Yeah. We're proud so is
13: it, It's more it. Fa- yeah. Is it more factory work now? There's yeah,
10: no hand picking anymore.
11: Is
4: it? Us. <laughs> all right. So play, play the, play the first clip. You dude. ever see
11: the foxes? The little,
4: the, the little fox.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, play okay. the first Cop clip.
8: Pickers. Cop pickers. If you're active on Twitter, you've probably seen this tweet. Our sports anchor tweeting what was happening right in front of him, saying. The Robstown Cotton Pickers come before their season opener against London tonight. The Cotton Pickers are the mascot for Robstown High School. And to some residents in the Coastal Bend, this tweet is just a statement of fact. But that wasn't the case for others. As of Saturday, this video has caught the eyes of over 1.7 million people. The tweet itself is trending nationally, with comments from people shocked that a school would use a racist term tied to our country's painful past with slavery to represent its students. Robstown ISD says that is not what the mascot represents to them, saying to be a Robstown cotton picker represents a sense of pride. For some, the name has no offense to it. Local historians explain the Robstown cotton pickers represent the predominantly Hispanic migrant workers who worked in the cotton fields Robstown is known for.
4: There you go, dude. Wow.
7: Wow. <laughs> so it's not,
4: a, now, it's not a reference to, like, black folks or anything?
7: No, it's actually Mexicans.
13: they
4: no. Mexicans. It's
10: like, migra- like proud migrant workers who helped establish the economic um, viability of a town.
4: Pretty, that's, that's what exactly it speaks to be So sensible.
10: Mega, please.
4: <laughs> play, play the next one, dude.
10: I'm, I'm sure heads of the ADL are having aneurysms right now over that, but...
13: You know. <laughs> yeah,
12: boy. <laughs> yeah, here come your Robstown cup
8: Others are saying times have changed. In 2017, the mascot was brought to the forefront when neighboring school, Hamlin Middle School, changed its own mascot from a rebel wearing a Confederate flag, deeming it to be <laughs> offensive. However, there have not been any formal challenges of the Robstown mascot, and. This isn't the first time the coastal band has had to tackle controversial issues. And this year, for the first time in our local history, Corpus Christi recognized Martin Luther King Jr. Day as a holiday. And in January, Refugio voted to no longer use Dixie as its fight song because of its racist roots.
4: It's like 2018, uh, Are think. you
8: serious?
11: And
4: that fucking clip. You know
11: this is hitting home for me, right? You know this is like really hitting home. I
7: so the, the, live in a
11: state that doesn't have a doesn't have. We don't have a flag right now. If you went to the Mount Rushmore and it's a it's a park and our doesn't have a flag flying at that park right now.
4: Why not? I haven't heard about this. Hitting
11: home, hitting home. <laughs> I'm in the south, you know. I'm in the south, right? <laughs>
4: I figured, I figured you were in the south. I wasn't sure. I was, I was unsure if it was New York or the south. You know, I
5: thought south, south like Mexico. <laughs> did
4: you, did you, you thought she was from Mexico?
10: Hang on, did you just call a southerner a New Yorker? <laughs> yeah, okay. how
4: dare you! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, I you. <laughs> Texas,
11: I love Texas. Come on, I love Texas. Yeehaw!
4: I have oh, no,
10: tex- I've never been come there. On,
11: y'all,
4: I've never been there.
10: The the, the two most oh, similar oh, North on. American North American places to to Australia are Quebec and Texas. Yeah, they both got the same attitude.
4: So really? I've always theorized. My my thing's always been that Australia's like Texas with English people in it. <laughs> You know yeah. like yeah. english texans am True. i am i far it or? Is kind of texas i can see that today.
11: i've never been
4: there it's always hot is it
7: yeah.
10: you've
11: yeah. been to texas have you ever been at, have
10: you ever been I, i've been to texas uh, when i was no, 10 I mean, uh, we and- crossed i was in el paso we crossed over the border for a bit and i looked at the mexicans and went oh, like a lot like of people here <laughs> Not, the attitude's australian like very like, like
11: australia <laughs>
10: the weather's similar. You know, you like me. I mean, because we're a very desert-based sort of um, continent, only the driest one in the world. But like, um, like Texans are just very down to earth and very blunt. You know, but that blunt sort of honesty is not meant to be mean. It's just meant to be, you know, practical. That's that's the way I sort of have encountered Texans. When I was ten, though, I was in San Francisco, and I was wearing. I had a skull t-shirt that had a um, a yeah. A like a rebel bandana with a bullet hole through it, oh, and the shit. skulls as a joint with a dope leaf necklace. I was wearing that when, when I was you ten. Were you I, get beat I, up love, I love skulls. Like you we call them transfers, but in America you call them decals. Like
7: the the the, yeah. the, the pattern on the T-shirt.
4: No, now now, now, next to this, now you'll get beat I'll up sit. for
7: wearing that. Yeah, they're yeah. proud of the cotton pickers, though. They're proud mm. of it.
10: Well, they
11: should be. Hey, we are really proud of those cotton pickers. You don't understand that—that—that's a very old business that has nothing to do with race. And well, it, yeah. It—it's it, 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 the town is founded. I mean, we're—that's our business. It's like being proud of your pizza. You know, you got a good pizza. You want to be proud of it.
13: But it's your and primary economic things? thing,
11: so. I mean, we really mm-hmm. do. We have really good cotton pickers.
7: You got, you got yeah, that clip
4: play, of the proud guy? Play, play, yeah, play, play clip. The, the third one is uh, someone from over there, too.
6: Waldo Morales says he didn't even know it was a phrase people could view negatively. One
14: reason uh, picking cotton since I was six. That's why they call them the cotton pickers. <laughs> it's
4: <is> pretty simple. It's
7: <laughs> that simple,
4: yeah, yeah. He's been picking cotton since he was six. He's a little Mexican, dude. Like a four foot <laughs> tall Mexican guy, just happy as hell with yeah. his as big ass. Well, now
11: you have to understand. You have to understand. Picking cotton is is it's only for a certain period of time during the harvest. It's, yeah, I know the schools. Yeah, it's not all year. The reason you close closed during the summer is for farming. You know, for the schools. I mean, why would you close schools? You know, we live in the country. You know,
1: yeah. But,
10: yeah. I didn't know. I not know that's why. Why you, why you, why you close that's why schools they do in the that. summer? It's like loosened producers in in a in a country town producing like um, feed for for cattle. It's like calling them the hay balers. Hay balers. <laughs> no difference.
1: Right,
11: exactly. It's a seasonal. <laughs> it, it's a seasonal thing. It, it's only you only do it when it's time, and they close the schools. That
4: what what do hay hay balers look close like? For
11: summers for farming.
4: Oh,
10: the, hey the, the hay
4: bales can be anything
1: They
10: can be big round ones or little square ones My first job the in my life was working on my uncle's farm No, I'm saying hay,
4: hay balers Right
5: when, on, dude They make those
7: The people yeah,
5: The people mm. who make them
4: mm.
7: What, do, yeah, they look what do they
4: look like? What do they look like? Do they look Mexican?
1: Because
7: <laughs> 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 that's that's cool, actually Good segue that's, that's known for a couple other things, too not just uh, the fact that oh. they're known for the Cotton Pickers.
4: Yeah, the fucking, this this high school called what the Cotton Pickers play, play the last
7: one. It's- yeah, they, they try to break a record.
6: Yeah. Well, after all their hard work to break a world record in mariachi, using about 800 musicians from across the state, Robstown High School is finding out that it might not count. Roland, tell us it ain't so.
12: It is so. They did have, like you said, more than 800 mariachis, and they did break the record. But unfortunately, due to a technicality, they do not hold the record. Now joining us early this morning is Mr. Charlie Cabetta. He's the Rompsdown High School Band Director. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, sir. Looking forward to this Saturday. Yeah. I understand that we did not get the record because of a technicality. What was the technicality? They wanted a re- video recording of the mariachi students coming into the gym. We're really going to have one. Oh, well, so basically, they wanted a head count. So, this this time around, we're going to dot our I's across our T's? Yes, sir. We're going to have video recorders. We're going to have clickers, making sure everybody's getting counted for. Yeah. This is the fourth annual El, El Cotton Picker Mariachi Festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job, huh?
5: <laughs>
7: Cotton Picker Mariachi Festival.
10: That's Sounds like a scene from The Three Amigos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
11: yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, that's a freaking party.
5: That sucks for them, man.
4: What? That's Ugh. a good
5: name, and they didn't get, they, they the hold ca- first place, pickers? and they're not recognized. Ugh. Well, they no, because the, the, the,
4: the record Thank people you. were like, we want proof. They know that those yeah. sneaky Mexicans are gonna try to fucking
7: They're gonna stick a couple more in. But
4: they could yeah, they could get a hundred mariachis easily.
7: Yeah,
5: it's Amazing. Texas. I'm sad for them.
7: Yeah. Alright, so, so breaking breaking off the topic from the <laughs> cotton pickers. Yes, I gotta I it? have to I have to share some news, some some facts that like really rocked me when I learned them. God. And uh, I, I they lost got sleep. You. They hit you deep. They hit me really deep, man. So I thought <laughs> I, I have to inflict the same pain on the rest of the world. I have to let you all know that uh, the chickens don't have dicks. <laughs>
1: okay. well, <And> I, <laughs> right? Pigs
10: have cold spray yeah.
7: ones. See, but when, like, I, when I found that out, though, I, right? I couldn't sleep. You didn't know that. Eddie, I did not know that. Eddie. Most birds don't have dicks.
1: You are so gross.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, can you tell this guy about that?
11: Yeah. Well, yeah. You, know, you, you probably knew that.
10: Not really important. That's <laughs> not, <really laughs> it's not important. Yeah. that shit blew yeah, my I mind.
11: Chickens. chickens
7: have no penises. No, roosters, roosters, cocks have no cock.
11: <laughs> now go look at pigs. Now, now, y'all go
1: look at the pigs.
7: Pigs have a cold, screw penis. Yeah. It's so the, the, the dogs. So either either birds have ah! weird ass penises and they don't have one at all. There's a
10: film called Animal Farm that scarred me, and it's not the uh, not the George Orwell version. My eyes. My eyes. My eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But that film was actually, my friend took it from underneath the bed of uh, his neighbor,
7: who was the water polo coach at the private school we went was to. Was it like a snuff film? Yeah.
10: <laughs> uh, it's a bestiality film. It's like oh, this chick, nice. chick died after she had sex with a horse and pulled the condom. Oh, the you actually horse. saw. We've heard, this the is chick-
4: like a, a movie we've heard about, like in, in legend, you know, like yeah. oh, urban yeah, yeah. legend. have seen it. You've I've actually seen it. Seen it. Wow!
10: When the when the pig ejaculated on the woman uh, as she was masturbating, it you know, I I threw up.
7: <laughs> Rightly so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even eat pork. Uh,
4: that's, that's good. All right. So what was so the first? Yep. Was was the, the penis clip the, you know? for the rest
7: of us that didn't know that some birds don't have dicks?
2: I feel bad for you. Yes, ninety-seven percent of birds have penises that just disappear as they're gestating in their egg. It breaks down like this. In the beginning, there were paleognaths, the oldest birds, cool, weird birds, big birds, penis-having birds. Some of them are still around. Ostriches, emus, and kiwis are all paleognaths. But along the way, we got two other newer groups. And seriforms, which are water birds, like swans and ducks, and galliforms, land birds. Turkeys, chicken, pheasants, birds they eat at badass medieval feasts. And seriforms have penises, some of them have crazy (laughs) penis-ism. Galliforms start off having penises, but at some point before birth, they just disappear. Instead, both the male and the female have cloacas, which are these openings that they push together to transfer semen. It's called a cloacal kiss, which sounds much more romantic than pushing together the hole that birds pee and poop out of and also use to transfer semen. So That's such a good line.
4: (laughs) Sounds like lesbians.
1: Oh my God! (laughs) <laughs> give
2: me a kewakal kiss
1: oh.
4: yeah. <laughs> that's good dude Yeah, wow. that's, that's, a, a, good way to, that's a good way to reproduce wow. <laughs> that's, that's what people do anyway a lot of the time they get all those juices mixed up and shit wow. come here boy
10: <laughs> I'm just gonna squeeze it out
4: he's <laughs> like wait was that was that like shit piss or, or semen what you used to do to me yeah, right
7: yeah it now? comes out oh. the same hole man
4: <laughs> oh, it's one color and shit. <laughs> I, I had
7: know. I had nightmares, man. I'm having fucking
5: nightmares right now. See, he didn't know no either. Man.
7: All right, sorry.
4: Anyway, so what? What was that? Nature That's, is weird. It is weird. That was what? bird clip one. Play the second one, man. There's more science. There's
2: more. Why do penises disappear? What happens? Biologists at the University of Florida ran a study to find out, and the findings were published in the journal Current Biology. They grabbed five bird embryos, two galliforms and three anseriforms. They watched as all of them formed genital tubercules, which is the beginning of a penis. After a few days, the tubercule on the galliforms stopped growing, and it began to shrink. The cells were actually dying off. The researchers watched what genes flipped on and off in all the birds during that time, and they found out that the galliforms activated genes that were making a protein called BMP right before their tubercule started to disappear. Hey, so, what happens if you give BMP to a duck embryo when it's in development? Well, they tried it, and the duck's penis disappeared, much to the dismay of the duck, I'm sure. Then they used a <laughs> chemical to stop the BMP from being formed in a chicken, and they got the first chicken with a penis in millions of years. <gasps> so, that's something they can put on their resume.
7: What? I wonder how big it was. BNP, bad for my penis. <laughs> yeah, that's bad for your penis. Real bad.
10: <laughs> yeah, that. That, that, That's like that's like a soft on, like the worst soft on you've ever got in your life. <laughs> it's just- so so bad your penis disappears.
5: Damn,
4: what? just inverted. <laughs> that that would be terrible. I mean, if you know, because ducks have big ass corkscrew dicks.
1: Oh, my God.
4: So, you know, yeah, like,
7: they're longer than the duck itself.
4: Yeah, this duck's, like, looking forward, like, man, I have a, the biggest corkscrew dick. Oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, it just deteriorates uh, in front of them and ship.
10: Oh, like, there's this Muscovy ducks. They've, like, got this big red thing on their head, and they're massive compared to all the other ducks. And we were at a park the other day having a Barbie with my mate. And, like, we were feeding the ducks. And the big Muscovy ducks came along, and all the other ducks just got the fuck out of the way. And these ducks came and ate, ate their food, and then basically did this happy dance and like wiggled their asses and went, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" Like they are the alpha ducks, Muscovite ducks,
15: Muscovite. Australian black, ducks,
10: and they've got like a <laughs> yeah, they got they're black and they've got this big like fucked up like <laughs> red thing on their forehead. <laughs>
7: they just look all messed up. Beak. That's yeah, nice
4: they
7: we'll look like
10: to... a, like a duck with a turkey head.
4: you <laughs> oh. <laughs> have to Google that one. And a big fat
10: ass. Just kidding. <laughs> all
4: right, play play the third the third one.
2: Why? Why are you talking about this? That's fair. That is a fair question. The answer is BMP is used in a lot of areas of bird development. It's how their feathers and beaks evolve. So now biologists think the loss of the bird's penis and the development of the cloaca was actually a side effect of some other larger evolutionary change. We know more about the origin of these species now. Also, one of the most common birth defects in humans is a malformed penis. Birds and mammals use many of the same genes to form penises. So this could lead to new ways to minimize these defects and maybe birth defects as a whole.
4: Science. Does that mean, wow. Does that mean they're going to be able to give us some big dicks just right off the bat? Fuck yeah. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> That's what I, heard. I don't
7: know you what get, you guys heard. You could pay extra to give your baby a big dick. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait
12: a minute. So like, maybe, uh, can I there, have uh, one
4: of those big dick babies? Is there things? a Ron
7: Jeremy duck?
12: <laughs> oh, that guy.
7: Oh, imagine your your oh, baby Jeremy. gets a duck penis,
4: a corkscrew penis, and shit. <laughs>
12: Throw
7: oh. in the wood chipper. Oh. No, no, no,
4: no.
12: <laughs> Try again.
7: We we'll have to make a plan. We
12: we'll
4: have to go to Planned Parenthood. No, no, no,
7: no, no. oh man. Oh. So okay, well, you you guys said you guys already knew that uh, the chickens didn't have dicks. Yeah, dude, so everybody
4: knows chickens I don't have dicks.
7: Oh, you didn't? I didn't.
10: I tend not. I tend not. to, tend not, not to molest chickens.
7: I just, just so yeah. That's you'd know. I
4: never molested a chicken that I, I knew they didn't have dicks.
7: Yeah, that's not how I found out. I didn't my list of chicken and shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wait, R- Richard, did you know chickens didn't have dicks? I don't think
7: I
13: did, but uh, yeah, it doesn't. Never- It doesn't really affect me. (laughs) Yeah, you know,
12: chickens knew you. (laughs) You (laughs) The
7: the next one's not gonna affect you either, but you might still find interesting. There was me
4: before I knew chickens didn't have dicks, and me after. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fucking. So the the, who's the next one about hyenas?
7: Yeah, the next the next one. I also lost sleep over and I had nightmares as well. So, um, female hyenas have dicks.
5: yeah, I think I knew that.
13: Oh no! <laughs>
4: the Australian said, what, no. "What are you? What are you?" I'm no clenching.
10: Buff. I'm clenching right now.
4: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, they. Well, well. Go ahead. Play, play the first yeah, clip. Explain.
6: A lot of people are really curious about what exactly is going on with hyena genitalia. And they're not alone. I didn't know that. Everyone from Aristotle to Hemingway to a host of modern scientists has been interested in why exactly female spotted hyenas seem to have penises. Females urinate through these seven-inch-long phalluses, and they're fully erectile, nice. But since they don't deliver sperm, they aren't actually penises. They're elongated clitorises. Spotted hyenas are the only (laughs) hyena species to sport these so-called pseudo-penises. And while a few other female mammals have male-like genitalia, the spotted hyenas is the most male-like by far, complete with a pseudo-scrotal. All the female reproductive parts are there, but the entrance is so unwieldy that females have to mate and give birth through what's essentially a penis. Damn.
4: (laughs) Oh no!
7: (laughs) <laughs>
4: that's a real thing, too.
7: It's real.
11: That's the strangest thing I've ever heard. Really?
7: really? You didn't <laughs> know
11: that? Strange. Did they get you? I get to? That's the strangest <laughs> thing <Sorry>. I've <laughs> ever heard.
7: People, <laughs>
10: like... i have to look it <laughs> up. If you see I, a fairy... That is
11: the
7: I broke up. I'm
4: if you sure. see a fairy dressed as a said. hyena... Okay. So, so, basically... You,
11: what the heck? Mm-hmm.
4: So, basically, these hyenas, the spotted hyena, has... It's it's basically like an elongated fucking uh, foreskin. So oh my god! It's just like a it's like skin hanging in a tube, and it's actually connected it's like an to an
9: enormous.
7: Cliff, no, dude, If it if it gets erect and it's seven inches long, it's a penis. It's oh a, yeah, it gets hard.
6: It's a big bean.
4: Dope. Damn, it gets hard. All right, pay the second one. I I don't know. I, I'm too slow. <laughs>
6: In order to make sex possible, the female actually has to retract her pseudopenis. So male hyenas can't force females to have sex. Nice. And speaking of which, we got a lot of comments about female hyenas forcing sex on males. But there just oh. isn't any evidence that this ever happens. Then there's giving birth, which involves forcing a four-pound cub through an inch-wide, 23-inch-long birth canal, which is not easy. <laughs> For first-time moms, somewhere around 60% of cubs get stuck in this gauntlet and suffocate before they're even born. And a dead cub stuck in a mom's pseudopenis can be fatal for her, too. A mom's pseudopenis actually has to rip for her to give birth successfully, which leaves behind a stretchy patch that does make birth easier the next time.
5: This is the darkest episode I've ever listened to. <laughs> if you ever that, wondered what it would be that's like. That's why hyenas, hyenas are
6: like schizophrenic,
11: schizophrenic dogs. Okay, now now it makes sense evolutionarily. I mean, the whole idea is to protect her, and it's more valuable. Apparently, they're vicious little creatures. It
7: empowers the hyenas. Um, yeah, it
11: empowers the
7: females,
11: and you know that kind of segues into into the rest of the conversation. But that's that's
10: weird. I never.
4: What, well, well, Andrew? What were you saying, Andrew?
10: Oh, oh I'm just I'm stunned.
4: <laughs>
7: <laughs> but if you're wondering, what it'd be like oh, for so a like, guy hyenas, to give are like birth.
10: Schizo- really schizophrenic dogs?
7: Yeah, that's Very
4: what. Very angry schizophrenic seems to be dogs. The case. So, hey,
10: yeah.
11: are they like the dingo? Do y'all have dingoes? You ever seen a dingo?
10: Yeah, but no, dingoes are actually Asiatic dog. Like they sort of originally like all that's, across Indonesia and um and and Australia. No, where so it that's was not Gumbana like the hyena, land.
11: right? The, hy- the
10: hyenas worse. No, no. Yeah, because because dingoes can can mate with other dogs and and produce a crossbreed. So. and
4: they are still babies. Oh, yeah. can can the mm. the dingo dog crossbreed fucking have its own babies?
10: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, you get half half dingoes, all sorts of stuff. There's not a lot of pure dingoes left except That's on Fraser cool. Island.
7: The where they, great, the Great Australian.
10: The on there, and now they now they mm. now they, they attack tourists on the island. We need so. a pure blood <laughs> Just dingo. Just attack tourists. Yeah.
4: That's a Great Australian lament. There's no more pure blooded ling. <laughs> Oh, dingo? Dingo.
10: Well, that's good. So I the Chamberlain Case gave dingoes a bad name.
7: Yeah, man, they eat babies. Yeah, dingoes eat babies. They eat babies.
11: All I know, uh,
4: uh, all I know about a dingo is it
10: eats the baby. <laughs> dingo ate I your baby. The <laughs> dingo ate the baby. That's literally all I know about. It. I think I It's a dog. A dingo ate know. my baby. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. That was the
1: worst. Yay! <laughs>
10: <laughs> I began to hate Meryl Streep after that film because that's the worst Australian accent I've ever seen in my life. Dude. She sounded like a cross between a Cornish a New Zealander and an Australian. I then go like my baby. Alright,
4: hold on, hold on. She
10: sounded like fucking sounded like Johnny Rotten.
4: Cause <laughs> I ha- I have a, I have I have questions about that. What there's still a, is there a clip about, about the fucking uh, pseudo penises left? There's
7: more. There's more knowledge to be done. There's known. one
4: more clip before. Oh Oh.
6: So why do they have such incredibly unwieldy genitalia? Is fending off male suitors so critical that pseudopenises evolved as protection? Doubtful. Females are dominant enough to keep suitors in check without any help. Are female hyenas trying to confuse others into thinking they're males? Probably not. Even experienced humans can tell what's pseudo and what's not. And hyenas have lots of other ways of distinguishing females from males. So far, we just don't have a convincing explanation for why nature has also given female hyenas the shaft.
4: That's good. Wow. She did a thing there. <laughs> I know, right? She, she did, did a whole it. thing there.
6: The shaft.
10: <laughs> I don't know. She, she, sounds... she, just loved, she really enjoyed saying the shaft.
4: Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she started giggling after she said that.
13: <laughs> All right.
4: So, you know oh, what? Yeah. That... This has been the most penis centric destination unknown thus far.
7: Has it?
1: Yay!
4: I think so. Yay! Two 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 out of three topics were penis based. True. true. Well,
1: <laughs> there you go. The,
4: the
10: chat's a bit of a sausage fest if you if you look at numbers.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah that just made it worse. What it usually is. That was actually one of the critiques that we got from the from our, from our audience members was that. We didn't have enough females on the show, and they were very upset about that. Mm. They felt that the females always bring more sensibility and, com- yeah. and 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 intelligence to the conversation.
7: And now I'm upsetting the scales on the other way. Yeah, and the counterbalance. But yeah.
4: well, we have Eddie.
10: I, here, I can Ty. identify. I can identify as a female just for the for this interview, if you want. You, you can call me can, Andrea. That's fine.
4: Based. What do you want to be called?
10: I <laughs> you yeah, to be Andrea. I don't know. Andrea. <laughs> Andrea we can call you Andrea. <laughs> Nice. Oh, uh, I, I I had a female alt once, and I was trolling all these um, left wing <laughs> pages.
14: I did. And too. the amount
10: of dick, the amount of ditches and fat videos I got from all these like so called male feminists, I had to delete the alt because it was just too much. So what the uh. fuck guys
4: Oh, you don't you don't like getting strange penis pictures?
10: Not particularly. No.
4: <laughs> See, there you go. Now you I'm know what a woman has to suffer through online.
10: I, I did work in a gay bar for a few months but you know
4: me too that was interesting. actually
10: that was interesting
4: I was a cook at a gay bar once mm. and it really was Dude, fucking it. interesting <laughs>
10: I, I, I scammed a whole bunch of drinks out of the construction worker from, from the village people one night at a gay bar when I was in my early 20s the, the Indian guy the Indian from the village people like mouthed me you're straight aren't you and I went yeah and he, he gave thumbs up and pissed himself laughing and this guy bought me drinks for three hours <laughs> and I said Thanks, bro, with my arm around him. You're a really cool guy. I'm just going to go home and fuck my girlfriend now. And the rest of the police people just cack themselves laughing.
4: No, I, I I was in the back. I was in the kitchen cooking, so I, I didn't get to interact with people. They kept the straight guy in the back.
6: Are you serious?
4: Um. So, all right. So, where's we're, we're, first we're going to do Andrew's segment. Where's his song? Because his song is deep.
10: Huge That's- shit in the 90s in the dance tracks, dance floors.
4: So they used to light up the Australian dance floors?
10: Oh, yeah.
7: The gay bar loved it. <laughs> I bet they did.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah.
10: That's great. Coprophagia is the correct term. Oh, man. Coprophagia.
4: Cop- what is it? Coprophagia?
10: Coprophagia. Like, phagia is Latin for shit. And obviously, you're copying shit in your mouth. So, it's coprophagia.
4: Nice. That's fancy, dude. That's beautiful. Yeah, more songs. <laughs> so we've just moved a few inches. <laughs> so look oh, as 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 the like American uh bridge here. Uh you know, most people in America and I, I learned this from playing Xbox is that most people in America don't know the difference between like an Australian accent and a fucking like British, British accent. Especially if it's like yeah. C- Cockney adjacent. They, they they have no clue what's going on. So, mm. Mm. how do you... But
10: it's like Australians, like, the linguist said that Australians got their accent from a blend of all these European accents and us all getting drunk. <laughs> so we basically talk drunk.
4: Makes right? sense.
10: Well, oh, sound like cut out. But you, Australians talk drunk.
5: Well, toast to that.
4: Yeah, these guys are opening beers over here right now. Um... All right. Yeah. Cause people get confused a lot. I've never gotten confused. I could always kind of tell the difference, but mm. do you get that a lot? A lot of confused people? Like people, do people confuse you for like uh, regular European? Regular, <laughs> regular flavor European? No.
10: I was in, I was in, <laughs> I was in Perth and I was chatting up these women. And it was in my glory days when I was, you know, on the Triple F program. Um, nice. and, uh, and like no woman in Perth was, could believe that I was from Australia, from Adelaide. I'm going, Like, what part of the UK are you from? I said, Adelaide, South Australia. (laughs) But, you know, because South Australians, like, we enunciate our vowels, we actually talk probably more similar to English people than everyone else. We have less slang or less ochre in the city. But, like, country South Australians are are very bogan. Very sort of, hey, go, mate.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
4: Oh, that sounds like Frenchy i had, a, I, had a, I had a facebook friend who who called himself frenchy and he was fucking insane he was a crazy drug addict he was a crazy teenage drug addict from australia and every third word he said was cunt and he just fucking like he just loved to say cunt. he was a nice kid hopefully he's still alive we're gonna try to get him on the podcast
10: yeah, if he, if he just stuck to smoking bongs, then it's probably okay.
4: But if he got oh, into the no, uh, the, no. the, he fucked the, the
10: glass pipe, he's gone.
4: Yeah, yeah. he was a crackhead. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, we'll see.
10: I'm oh. actually, sli- I'm sleeping in a room. I'm sleeping in a room where a guy died of a meth overdose on the floor.
4: Nice. So, so you're not superstitious? Yeah.
7: How do you know? Is like the stain no. still there? Uh, like
10: the stain was there, like the blood stain, and where he like you know. Oh, are you serious? On the floor. Oh, yeah, that was- okay, I I like put. I, put, I had to shampoo the carpet. See?
4: Oh sorry. shit. I was joking. I didn't
7: know it was for real.
4: Yeah, this guy, this, no, guy thinks, no, no, no. this guy thinks life's a joke in Australia.
10: Yeah. So, not, as, not as bad as my retired police friend who opened the bodies at the Snowtown um, murder murder site or, or where the bodies were stored.
4: The Snowtown threatened. murder that site? That would have been extreme.
10: Yeah. You heard of Snowtown? like The, no. the bodies in the barrel thing?
4: Yeah. No. What I've, heard, I've heard Mexicans doing that, but not Australians. Yeah.
10: It's probably the most infamous like serial murder in South Australia's history. Like these these bunch of guys like killed about eight people and ripped off their their Centrelink payments, their welfare payments, and put them in and started claiming that you know tortured them, got their got their pin numbers and everything, cut them up in a bath, put them in a body uh, in, in these plastic barrels in a bank vault in a country town, and used the wrong acid. So when the cops opened the thing, there was the the, the bodies are just liquefied yeah. and there was just floating hair and teeth. Wow, my my, my friend threw up threw up for ten minutes. He couldn't get the smell out of it. <laughs> he the he threw the up
4: code. for ten minutes. So, yeah. well, how yeah. much yeah. stomach yeah. contents did he have that he could throw up for ten minutes? Is he a big guy? Uh, it was
10: just dry. dry they were all dry reaching. So you like these, these cops entered the bank vault. With horrible smell. They opened the plastic barrels and see floating hair and teeth, and they were all projectile vomiting outside the building for ten minutes.
1: That's crazy. So, I, I thought I,
11: stuff I thought the hyena out. thing was the weirdest thing. I'd
10: ever heard, but that oh, no, weird. no, yeah. no. Adelaide, Adelaide is known as the city of churches and serial killers. Whoa whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So one of the questions that I had written down before the show, because you know we're like fucking mm. uh, journalistic geniuses here, is yeah. uh, <laughs> is uh, what even is Australia? That's literally what is
1: Australia.
6: Australia's
10: a. Glo- I think Australia, in some ways, if you look at the last thirty years, is like a globalist experiment. You know, on how it's
4: <laughs> a great explanation. You, you
10: flood- it really is. But, like, but I always maintain that Australia is a successful multiracial country. But most people, when after they get here, second-generation Australians from Vietnam, like Laos, anywhere, they're pretty much Aussie. They play footy. They go to the cricket. They have Barbies, and there's a very sort of Australian attitude of tall poppy. It's not you know, bring everyone down. It's like, don't get too big for your boots. You know, like, we're all people. And, like, if you think you're think you king dick, we don't want to know you. So, But that, that you know, Australian culture... That's cool. You know, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, they, they sort of say it's multicultural and all this kind of stuff. But, but Australia said no to the UN uh, refugee accord because the UN wanted us to take 500,000 North African migrants in a five-year period.
4: Why didn't you and want the North no African migrants? What? What no, do you think that we're going to start no, raping no, everybody? No,
10: I mean, well. Melbourne, Melbourne in Victoria has got a got a massive problem with like African crime now because you basically imported all these kids from Sudan and half of them were child soldiers when they were when they were little kids. You know, so they so they their switch as far as like crime or anything like that it, it doesn't exist. They don't have an off switch.
4: Richard, you cool. got some static coming in. Richard's back. Is good. Richard, you good? Richard's back. Richard, it sounded Go like ahead. you had your, your microphone inside a jet engine. Oh, oh. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty intense.
10: Yeah,
13: I didn't hear. I couldn't hear anything on my end. It's weird. Dude, that, that was hell. <laughs> yeah,
4: it was crazy. Hey, where were we? Uh, so I think we were in the middle of talking about serial killers and churches. And- we
5: were talking about the great diversity that has come to Australia.
4: Yeah, the, no, it yes. was the, the African diversity that you guys didn't want to take uh, 500,000 immigrants. 500,
5: the
10: demand, a if year. we sign the UNG um, convention thing, um, was UN pact on migration, um, where illegal migrants are now called irregulars. So, I mean, what's rape? Irregular sex, if that's a fact. Um, they they wanted us to take 500,000 North African migrants in a five-year period. And, um, you know, Melbourne's got 479, um, you know, uh, court, uh, high-profile criminal sort of um, cases that are suppressed. There's suppression orders on them, so you can't know the identity of the offender. So they're sort of trying to hide, you know, that clear yeah, of sort course. of evidence of an up. African crime. It's not, it's not every African, because a lot of these kids are being raised by their grandparents because their yeah. parents were killed in the, the conflict.
4: So, so I was, I was actually
10: you know and some these kids have been child soldiers so there's there's a bit of you know few issues
4: there so I was actually talking to someone recently about that whole aspect of uh the news in certain countries is reported where they can't tell you what race the person that did the crime is so yeah it's like uh their whole thing is like protecting you know like what like racial conflict and thing, things like that like what's yeah. what's the logic behind it?
10: To tell the truth, basically, is what is, is their sort of
4: attitude. But, you know, and, and that's one yeah. extreme. It's like, oh, we won't report on it. And it makes sense, you know, it makes sense. Let's not hate one group of people by not reporting. But then in America, yeah, that's all you hear yeah, yeah. is black. And and, yeah. and then that's that's it. That's their narrative. If it fits the narrative, that's all you hear about for fucking weeks on end. If it's a white cop Just, versus a black criminal or a white person versus see, a black... He, he, it, you just will just not
10: hear the end of it. Theory, theory, nonstop. It's
4: just it makes me wonder. Like, should we just stop reporting on the shit? I think Is we that should. What we got to go to now.
5: Well, we should, and then yeah. we should also uh, release the last known picture of a suspect or any other person. I'm tired of this fucking. Yeah. Oh, he graduated from fucking high school. Fucking picture. Fucking t- seven years ago. Yeah. You've
10: been the major place you got you got a, you got a you know, African migrant who's a rapist on the run. Well, they've just done a home invasion, a violent home invasion they can't put a picture out of that offender so other people are protected if they see that offender and they're wary you know, like, from a police perspective that's just a bit frustrating isn't it yeah, You know?
4: yeah. seems like it
10: I mean, the, the, the commissioner of police in Victoria has been told if he like, he, you know, releases the statistics on African crime he will lose his job so, so
4: like, well wow.
10: in Melbourne the, the, the cops took a knee at the BLM protest it's retarded
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: What, uh, so you're you you keep saying Victoria? Is that where you're from? Is that the name? That, that,
1: that's
10: state the state where the rural sort of a presence of stuff's going on. And like Daniel Andrews, uh, bankrupt of the state, they've sold off the um, with a defruct um agreement, which is all UN IMF stuff. Um, they've 99 year lease of the port of Melbourne to China, so now China owns the shipping lanes into Melbourne. And imports and exports that go through Melbourne, China profits from, not Australia. And the same with the Darwin, because the the Labor Party, the left wing party in in Northern Territory, leased off um, the the port of Darwin as well. The federal government both times said, "Are you crazy?" The United States said, "Are you crazy?" And they still did it. So it's it's
4: know. terrible. We'll we we'll be praying for you. Yeah. You know, you guys yeah. you guys can't even go and like. So so what's it like? What's the whole no gun thing like for someone like? With your leaning,
10: well, uh, or you've got a vocation, say you're a professional shooter, and you go, you know, shooting feral animals, kangaroos, stuff like that. You can have a gun. Um, like I know for a fact that every every state politician gets given a gun and gets given gun training.
4: But I'm saying, do, X, do you feel do you do you feel that the population should be armed?
10: Yeah, I think we should. I mean, like the whole Port Arthur thing, you know, like for a, a crazy guy who was you know, who was just some autistic, you know, loner, to be able to shoot people from the hip with a gun with a bent barrel that was meant to be, um, you know, destroyed by the Victorian police six months beforehand. It's all a bit odd. It's, you know, uh, and someone said before Port Arthur, the only way we're going to get universal gun laws in Australia is because they were different in every state, is if we have a massacre in Tasmania. Because Tasmania had the most open gun laws so you know and then six months later there's a massacre in tasmania
5: is that uh, the one where uh the guy went on a shooting like a, spree at some school pardon is that the one it where port
1: arthur.
10: port
5: arthur historical
10: oh, okay. ruins. yeah it was historical ruins like an old sort of you know convict sort of penal settlement and everything like that so it was a prison you know? So yeah but it's just the whole thing on that is a little bit sus i mean this yeah, retired bit police investigated it and they said it's you know, this thing doesn't add up. What
7: but, was it like you know, a tourist so location? Yeah, tourist location. So Cultural. Whole, like, uh, fucking, convict, this is where they sort of started.
5: started. Cultural. It's like, yeah. a weird place
4: yeah. to hit up. This is your Australian founding grounds right there.
10: <laughs> yeah, yeah, convicts. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> we're, 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 you know, we got released and then, you know, they, they released convicts went and just squatted on land and then went, this is mine. And, you know, and then claimed it so then they made a whole continent. <laughs> yeah. yeah but not not every every person was like sent over here for stealing bread. some people were actually like trying to overthrow the crown of England and they were you know political prisoners and stuff they're the ones that ended up becoming our first state governors and you know and politicians and stuff Can
4: you <laughs> <dig it? laughs> that's a good thing, isn't it
10: element so I'm
4: yeah. surprised I'm surprised you guys don't didn't have guns you know as part of your founding like principles.
10: I know, I
4: know. But there, there's
10: a whole a whole lot of stuff in the Constitution because I've been getting in contact with these like Red Ensign Movement people. Yeah. Like after World War I, um, there was a, a, a decree signed for the ANZACs to basically give Australians sovereign citizenship and, and full rights and independence from the UK. But it was never sort of, ad, you know, that's, finalized.
7: That's terrible. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that, man. Yeah, it's still technically uh, like the Queen still owns that land, right? Yeah,
10: yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we got we got um, Papua New Guinea from Germany as a boot prize in, as compensation for World War I.
4: Oh.
5: Our prime minister. <laughs> that <funded laughs> sucks. That, that's answer. a nice prize. That's phrase. a great yeah. compensation.
4: Here's a bunch of... All right, so so you wanted to talk... What's, what's going on with COVID over there? I mean, is it like over here? COVID, are you guys mad? You, I know you're mad at the COVID thing, right?
10: People are getting really pissed off. Like, it, it's slowly people are starting to awake. I mean, you've got your sort of your you know, compliant mask-wearing people. <laughs> um, who sort of believe all the sort of what I call form, the fear porn that sort of the the, the you know government agencies and everyone's pointing so, out.
4: So do so do you, do you never wear a mask ever?
10: Do you have- know, in Australia there's no there's, in my state there's no requirement to wear a mask, but in Victoria you have to wear a mask outside or you get fined. You're only allowed two hours of exercise a day, like some some. Oh, grandma, arrested for sitting on a park bench because she said she was resting during her exercise, and they said that's not allowed. Wow. You know. That's crazy. what she gets. It's, it's crazy. You know, like, and, um, I mean, I was talking to one of the guys who was organizing the Freedom March in, in Victoria, and, like, he was trying to get everyone to wear onesies, like pajamas, because the optics of police violently investigating everyone in pajamas would have been terrible. But the media just wouldn't <laughs> show those clips. So. <laughs> that's
4: a good but strategy.
10: Even, even, even elements of, like, the left-wing media are starting to sort of question Victoria's lockdown and their reasons for doing this and their, you know, their actual scientific justification. And all the chief medical officers are saying, we didn't recommend you lock down the state. We didn't say this. We didn't say that. You That's know, terrible. and Daniel Andrews, like, he said a supercomputer gave him the advice to, you know, continue this lockdown.
12: Wow.
4: I don't know where the fuck you get your advice from, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from a supercomputer.
10: Oh mate, I, I get my advice from experience. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. So, well, I mean, so so it sounds, you know, I mean, it sounds kind of like there's a lot of people over here that feel that way, and there's a lot of people that are on the right that feel that way. Although there's a mm. few, there's a few very rare, a few, a few unicorns on the left that are anti-mask people yeah. here.
10: Well, the the protests in Adelaide are sort of freedom march thing. Um, it was more sort of in, in solidarity, I hate using that term, with um, Victorians. They, um, you know, it was a pretty a, a blend of probably about 20% Eastern European people, former, you know, communist dictatorship, oh, you no. know, migrant. And there was a, a, a bunch of anti-vaxxers who were sort of more on the hippie sort of side of things. And then there was a sort of more of your patriot sort of nationalist sort of crew. But it was a very sort of, you know, good blend. Like it was a good, good cross section, and that was sort of pleasing. It wasn't a massive march, but you know, plenty of people were driving past and honking and giving thumbs up. The the, the cop who was running the protest, I walked up to him because he had this constant smirk on his face. He was like directing traffic and blocking traffic. <laughs> he was having You're you trying not to laugh at all the signs you're reading, aren't you, mate? And he went, "Yep." He's like, mate, I I've been saying to people, how good is it not to be a Victorian? And people just crack out laughing. And like I said, but that's more relevant to you as a cop because could you imagine being forced to do the shit that the Victorian police are doing? And he just shook his head and went, "No way." You know, more
1: Victorians.
10: So I don't think the cops are happy with it. You know, but you have got a lot of young cops who've been rushed into the police force and they've and they've, you know, they don't have the long-term training. They've they've shortened the training. Whereas the older cops are like, "This is retarded."
15: So
4: basically. what's what's the what's the general consensus? Like, would you say that? like 80% of people are anti-mask,
10: 90 70%. i would say it's probably 40% pro mask 60% anti mask but the anti-mask stuff starting to come come out. I mean, I, I, I say to people, the best analogy I sort of say to people about what's happening to the world with this COVID scam is the scene from Trading Places where they're in the stock market <laughs> and fake stock report comes out. Everyone panic sells their shares. Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd just smile and go, buy, 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 buy. And then when the real news comes out, just lots happening now with, like, the real information slowly leaking out, everyone's buying back their shares. And Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd again going, sell, sell, sell. That, in essence, is a great analogy to what's happening, <laughs> you know, economically to everyone's wealth on the planet. It's mean. been steeped up.
7: Oh this guy's flying a plane.
5: <laughs> Richard, are you okay?
7: Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a plane flying
13: over. Oh we thought you were <laughs> there in the a plane. Literally a plane.
4: <laughs> All right. So Andrew Andrew, one of the things that I wanted to get into with you uh briefly before we, we, we start talking to Eddie is two things. <laughs> yeah. Two things actually. <laughs> Um, one of the stories that you told me, because you told me that you have someone who's interested in writing a book about your life.
10: Yeah, yeah. I, I met this, like, just was on one of the sort of, you know, you know of Diana Winter? Like, she's got a page sort of thing. She's, she's hilarious. Um, uh, there's, I just met this chick on the page there, and her name's Katie Zereski or something. She writes for a couple of international publications, online publications and stuff. She's, she seems to be more of a climate activist. But I started talking about the you know my ex-wife Greens MP and you know a lot of the stuff she put me through, and she she sort of offered to ghost write a book about it. So, and and that was actually
4: yeah. one of the reasons why I brought it up because you told me a story. Yeah, when yeah. we were talking, like, and I was like, holy shit. Um, yeah, like a friend. His name's Lord Stompy.
10: He's like a you know independent musician in Adelaide. You know, there's actually like a mural of him painted on his and a deli in his local area and. All the Antifa people have, like, you know, put swastikas on it and everything now. But, like, he told me, and I thought he was delusional, that, like, this nightclub that my estranged wife used to go to was called the Proscenium, and it was run by a, a lawyer called Enzo. And this lawyer eventually lost his right to practice law because he masturbated in front of a 15-year-old client in his in his office. <laughs> uh, he, he was a Satanist, and he ran the nightclub, and all the elite kids of Adelaide went there like kids of magistrates and doctors and, you know, politicians and stuff. And it was a goth sort of emo club. And the upstairs room, I was told, had a VIP club where they had drug fueled orgies. Wow. Enzo provided the drug. And I was also told that there was hidden cameras in that room. And um, my friend also said that, you know, this his girlfriend at the time was given a house by this rich jeweler from Adelaide, a woman called Margaret Pyman, yes, from the tribe, and um, she had street kids staying at her house, and she plied them up with drugs and introduced them as the chicken and hot dogs, basically, to the orgy. Now, you've got all these elite kids of Adelaide off their face on drugs, hallucinating and not knowing. They wouldn't have even known who they're sticking it in or being stuck in until they got the email with the video years later. Mm. I thought my friend was delusional when he said all this. I asked my estranged wife, after mowing her lawn in the kitchen of her house, did you ever notice anything strange at that club the proscenium you used to go to, Tammy? And she went, what? So, well, you were friends with Enzo. And she goes, have you seen Enzo? And I said, you know, ne- I never said you slept with him. He was a weird bisexual Italian dude. And he, and, uh, but you did buy his drugs and you did go to his club. Because you do realize, Tammy, there was hidden cameras in that club. So someone's got the tapes. And my ex-wife raced out of the kitchen sent a frantic series of texts for about five minutes, looked incredibly panicked, as panicked as she did when I busted her cheating on me, when I came home on a roster day off, unexpected. And um, and didn't seeing anything. I was picking up my daughter that day. She gave me 50 bucks for mowing the lawn, so we were getting along well. I was getting paid child support. And then I dropped, off, dropped off my daughter to her um, in the middle of the city on Thursday, the 24th of February, 2019. Yeah. And my daughter, love you so much. Can't wait to see you Monday. And then um, oh, on, I was gardening on a Sunday. I did all my gardening. I, I rang my – texted my ex and said, like, you know, I'm just at the bottle shop and my brother's come around for dinner. Told her exactly where I was. It was about 8.30 at night. Not a car on the road. Bike lane on the road for the bikes. Three push bikes came out of nowhere. Rode down the footpath. I had to jump backwards to avoid getting run over. And all I said was, "Jesus Christ is a bike lane for a reason." Walked back to the bus stop. The, the bottle shop guy and I were chatting, so he was having a smoke. And then I, these guys turned around, rode back to me about 50 meters, jumped off their bikes, and started beating the shit out of me. I got a broken nose, scratch retina, I had like contusions all over the back of my head and neck. And two of them were holding me forward, pushing me, like punching me. And one, and the third guy was trying to punch me in the back of the head and the neck. Yeah. And like they were forcing me down, like, and they were dead silent the entire time. They weren't verbal. They weren't pissed off at me. They just came back and attacked. And um, you know, the cops came straight away because the bottle shop guy attended it. And luckily, this guy who was driving his car, his girlfriend was driving in the way into the city, made her do a U turn. He basically jumped straight out of his car and fought them off like ninja style, and they rode off. And then the cops couldn't find him. So and you when think- I said to the That's police
1: officer, "That's fucking um, weird,"
10: you the think these thing guys was that they were silent? He, he said, you want major crimes number, which is murders? Years later, like I you know, I had another incident where a housemate tried to kill me, but that's a different story. Um,
4: <laughs> he wasn't a hired and, assassin? Uh,
10: no, no, but, but these three people I think were hired assassins because I talked to the, the, the guy who opened the barrel at Snowtown, Les Jolly. He's the former um, lead detective of major crime in South Australia. And he thinks that, that my ex-wife... A state MP sent a text message that led to three people trying to kill me. But he did re- did remind me that the circumstantial evidence as far as I'm investigating that is very hard. But he's convinced.
4: Do you do you, like What said, do you think? Do you think that's what it was? Yeah,
10: yeah. Because the, the the level of freak out of Tammy when I when I mentioned this nightclub and I mentioned the hidden camera, she went what and just like I've never seen her as, as what panicked. What the, the day I
7: have, have you talked to her since.
10: When I busted her cheating, I, I rocked up home, opened the front door, and she burst out of the bedroom completely naked and raced to the front door trying to stop it being opened. And I said, what's going on? And then I heard this, like, the, the sunroom door click. And so the guy who was sleeping with her was running down the down down the, down the road.
4: That's terrible. <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah,
10: But yeah. the level of panic that she had, you, I mean, when, when you live with someone and you married someone, you can tell when they're lying. And she was just mm. you know, freaking out lying. So, Come on. but I and and I texted my ex that night after the hospital and showed him my injuries and said these these guys attacked me. They might have been trying to rip me off or something. But there's a police report. I'm okay. Let's tell our daughter that I just got you know I had a seizure because I don't want her thinking people are out to get dad. And. When I texted Tammy in the morning, like it just confirmed whether it was 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. on the Monday morning to pick up my daughter because I had her four days a week. Yeah. She said, if you turn up, I'm bringing South Australian police. So, I didn't turn up because I didn't want to be arrested by, in front of my daughter because she's got H-O-N, Honorable, in front of her name. I'm just a, a male, you know. So, she's friends with the Premier, all this sort of stuff.
4: So, she's got Paul. So, what's, what's H-O-N? Yeah, it,
5: honorable. Pardon?
4: What does that mean? That she's that? got a title. Yeah,
5: what's her
10: title? Well, Tammy Franks, member of the Legislative Council. That's the upper house of Parliament in South Australia. Oh. Yeah, that's
5: when you're somebody.
10: Oh. Yeah, and she, friends with the Premier. Like the State Premier of South Australia is called Stephen Marshall. And a friend of mine reminded me that um, in year 12, he was almost expelled from our school for writing, Stephen Marshall was a faggot in Shady. Premier. <laughs>
1: <of freedom. laughs>
10: It's, it's, it's of years of Stephen Marshall, the boarding house master and ex-student coming in and staring at his and all the other boys' penises. And, and then I remember, I remember that guy, he was so gay at school. And then when Tammy was like, you know, when he was leader of the opposition, the, the Labor Party MPs in were calling Tammy the leader of the opposition. Oh, no, sorry, the Honourable Member for the Greens. And he had to, den- in a press conference, he was sleeping with Tammy. But I worked it out after my friend told me about the, him being so gay. I worked out like he left his wife at that time of that press conference. They 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 still they still get along fine. He came out to Tammy because she's like the gay ally of state parliament, you know, the one into all the transgender bullshit and gay rights and stuff. Yeah. And he came out. He was spending so much time with her, the Labor Party thought they, he he was having an affair with her, but he wasn't, you know. And you heard of that Hans the German? He was on America's Got Talent a couple of years ago. That that. That German model talked to him in German and he didn't have a clue what he was saying. I, but, um, he, he is good friends with Tammy and I think that he and Stephen Marshall were an item. Because you see Tammy. them in like six photos. Tammy. And they're like She trolled the state government COVID information um, press conference when Stephen Marshall was talking and said like, come on down low, bro. When are you going to admit to being gay? You know, you used to stare at my <laughs> at hey, so, so, so and And seriously... After I, I said sent those, those three or four things and basically sort of said you know you're gay bro, um one of the, one of the guys in the conference came and whispered in his ear and he just fucked off, and <laughs> someone else answered the question. So I I sort of wondered did I just do that?
4: Or, That's not good. Yeah. You know you you you're gonna get in trouble. You already almost got in trouble one time, man.
7: Yeah, oh, man. I know. Watch out, watch out for hot tubs and small planes. Yeah. So one of, one of the but, things
4: that I wanted you to briefly get into before we go we start talking to Eddie. What's your mm. your gender theory? Because we're gonna talk about some gender stuff uh-huh. with Eddie.
10: My catchphrase is gender theory is pedophilia's Trojan horse. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. saying everyone who's trans is a pedo, but you, you look at the you know the the wax my balls Yaniv and all those freaks they they they're, <laughs> they're pedophiles and they're in Yaniv of,
5: Yaniv uh, yeah I that. she's from Canada. She's the uh, transgender person uh, who went to try to get her balls shaven or waxed
7: yeah
5: at a woman's only only fucking place
10: yeah 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 so just 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 a really gay guy gay effeminate guy who's still got his dick but claims he's a woman for extra protection status you know
7: i can see that
5: she's got a whole page on uh kiwi farms if anybody's interested in looking up all the shenanigans that she gets into on a daily
4: basis beautiful we should, we should uh, have them on the podcast.
5: Yanif, we could actually get Yanif. She's so attention driven, she would actually be on here.
4: All right. We're gonna have
10: to get uh, her you've on the get podcast. Them. Oh, I would trigger the hell out of that person.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 see when we could get them on and we'll have you on. We'll try to line it up. I'll set that up for you. I don't even I don't even want to give them a gender. I just
10: say they're in it. So, so so wait, what's your
4: gender so is your gender theory just that there's only two genders or what?
10: I think there's only two gender. I mean there, there is intersex people like, that's 0.176% <laughs> of the population there's women that are born without uteruses and that's like 0.005% of the population so there's there's genetic congenital disorders
7: there could be chicks out there like the hyenas like the birds too but, or the birds yeah. but like to, to try and say to a young child who's
10: 4 or 5 years old that they can choose their gender and, and then they you know and then they you know get manipulated into, you know, it's believing a hormone that. treatment. And then that yeah. and then get hormone treatment that can send them insane. They they become completely sterile. Sex is impossible to enjoy. I mean I mean trans female to male trans, they pump up their, their penis with with their balls for Christ's sake. What? That's I tried like Pink News once and there was this female to male trans and I showed a picture a photo of a uh, an erect trans penis and said, You you know this is what yours look like. Are you serious? I didn't get banned nothing because I mean I just get away with murder. I think my accounts lost <laughs> that's that's
1: you
4: know, uh, that's well, insightful awesome. and and so that that's part of the diversity rainbow that we haven't gotten to yet um, yeah you know yeah. we we haven't got any any trans people to come on the show they they're
10: usually I mean, very serious yeah, people. And like, like if someone's born who? but they want to call it I'll call them Louise, but I'll still ask if they were sexually sexually abused as a child. Because right? I think that's <laughs> relevant.
4: So you go walking around, you you go around asking trans people if they were sexually abused?
10: I ask them all the time on Pink News. How were you mean you sexually abused? By?
4: What's the and over-under? My, Have they all so, been
10: sexually Regular customer at the vape shop I used to work at, and I asked him, as he was about to marry his boy, his fiance, um, do you think a lot of these trannies, cause I mean, the suicide rate's huge. Do you think a lot of them are gay men who were sexually abused by men as children? The, 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 the gay sex triggers their abuse memories. So they transition to, to a fake female. So the sex they're having is heterosexual in their mind, but then they work out through regret that, that they were just gay and they've destroyed their life and they kill themselves. And the, 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 the gay psychiatrist went, wow. That's deep. That, that's worthy of a peer-reviewed study, Andrew, and I'm not offended. And <laughs> the of the of I, I met a guy on Pink News from San Francisco, like the gayest city in America, who started a lobby called Take the T Out of LGBT, right? Because transgender, some of the freaks, like the yannies, are making normal gay people look like they're completely insane pedos, and they're not, you know, like... When that, when that Desmond the Amazing first came out and I first saw it on Pink News, that's the first time I started like trolling them, 80% of the gay men who were seeing Desmond dancing and near semi-naked men were saying, that's pedophilic, that's disgusting, that's wrong. And 95% of the women, or fake women, were going, oh, it's so lovely and beautiful, that's wonderful. And it's like the gay guys are going, are you fucking serious? And like, Ooh. you know, so the gay men turfs. And... The other person I met, it's like this team of trolls I've got there. This 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 guy who runs a page called Anti-SJW, but 100% no homophobia. That's his group, but he's a cool guy. And um and the other woman I met, and she writes for the Federalist magazine called Kaylee Triller Harms. She's a, a a woman who was raped when she gang raped when she was a teenage girl, and she's a feminist. But she hates the transgender sort of ideology because they said it's so anti-feminist because they say they make, you know, stereotypical, um, you know, most trannies just look like stereotypical prostitutes. You know, it's it's offensive to women. And her and the other guy, we're like a tag team on, on Pink News. Every time one of us goes in, we'll tag the other ones and we just watch. But Kaylee Trillahan has actually been listed by the ADLs, a transphobic hate merchant. So she's 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 got rank.
4: The She's got a rank. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's like a whole army of yeah. trolls.
7: Yeah, do you always see the yeah. other guy in the comments? Do you guys like always spot each other?
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <pretty laughs> yeah, good. Well, well you know, they'll be back up. So but, you know, I'll even say to these trainees on the on, on the on the Pink News, look, I don't hate you. I feel sorry for you. And like, you know, you've obviously been through some trauma to, to make to turn you into this. Like, you know, if you want to be called Louise, I'll call you Louise. But in my mind, I know you're still Larry, you know, like, and, <laughs> well, you
1: know.
10: But the funniest moment, one time there was this. Like, when I was hanging out at the gay bar, I had a girlfriend who was you know, a bit of a fag hag, and um, and I one night this gay cop, because I was a G string waiter and a stripper, and we used to wear ripped jeans and all this kind of stuff. You? Was gay guy after, <laughs> you? was about six foot three. Aww. Tried to grab my cock about about um, so I grabbed it before he got to my cock and said, stop it, Ron. It's just not going to happen, mate. You know I'm straight. <laughs> and then uh, my, my girlfriend, I said, look, I've got to go have a cone. and I know you don't like smoking weed. Uh, as I'm walking out the door of the hotel, because the hotel was shut, um, my girlfriend Carla said, Ron, why don't you go and have a cone with Andrew? Like, this cop smoke weed. And he's in the car telling me how I well, to so bend me over and fuck me doggy style and all this. And I just said, here, smoke as much as you want and ran off. Damn. And... Later on that night, I'm in the gay bar, and I'm talking to this tranny, this five-foot-six Portuguese tranny called Madge. It was Pedro was his name, but he called himself Madge.
1: (laughs) Pedro was his name.
10: And three, like, six-foot-four trannies in in stilettos, so they looked like they were six-foot-six giants. And I told them how Ron tried to grab my cock. And Madge grabbed his stiletto, pulled it off his foot, walked up to Ron with all the other three trannies and stood around Ron grabbed him by the throat and said, if you fucking touch Ron, Andrew, try and touch Andrew's cock again, I'll shove this through your eye socket, you useless faggot. Now go and apologize to him, cunt. And, and the three other trainees were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they, they turned <laughs> from this effeminate, effeminate girl men into like full alpha males and just went, fuck around and find out, cunt. Thanks. And it was just surreal. But like, and then I bought them all drinking party for about three
7: hours. It was hilarious. Is that like worse running. or... That's a beautiful story. Is, is that worse or better than your experience, Angel? That's better, dude. That's <laughs> a beautiful story. That's better, even though he got grabbed?
4: Sometimes you got to pay the price. <laughs> you know, you got to live a little- these experiences. Oh. Yeah. All right, so... I even give you some head. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had a freak nah, experience with... with I, I got a lot of head jobs.
10: <laughs> I declined.
4: <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of... I Well, not a lot. I had an experience with a dude once, but... So, well, look, we wanna we wanna get to talking to fucking Eddie now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's been she's been waiting on the sideline.
5: Eddie, are you still there?
4: I think Eddie's
11: I've still been there. enjoying. Hey, I've really enjoyed this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great night! It's
5: incredible. Okay.
10: So
7: such a learning experience. Oh, crazy.
10: It's flowed well. We're with, like, with cultural awareness yeah. and.
5: <laughs> Play
4: all right, so we're we got a song, we got a song <laughs> for Eddie, and she was gonna break it down for us. So play, play for. Her. This
0: Millie
11: Jackson.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, it's very nice. It's empowering. Hey,
1: hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. So What well,
4: what is it what is it about the song? What's going on with the song? So it's-
5: hey guys. Hey <laughs>
4: What's up? Mm-hmm.
11: Well, yeah. you know, I I grew up with all the well, you were we were talking about music and, and you know, the women's themes and the, I grew up listening to all these you know, how music tells us who we are and that's just that's just one that kinda of tied into what we were talking about, you know, as a, as what we want to talk about tonight. So I'm every woman, you know.
4: Yeah, um, I was I was telling what Annie. does that really
11: mean? And then we were talking about, you know, the different kinds of women and <laughs> and if, if you look at the video you've got Chaka Khan who come on, who doesn't love Chaka Khan?
4: Just that's powerful Chaka Khan. Everybody,
11: everybody okay
4: never. Mind. <laughs> He, I
10: really love it. Anyway. Who was the guy saying that? Huh?
11: <laughs> Chaka
10: Khan. Who was the guy saying that in the song?
11: It was Chaka Khan. That's her name. Is it?
10: Chaka? Oh, no, her no, no but Chaka the guy, Khan. the, the in, in that song,
1: Chaka
10: Khan. It was a guy, did it have a chorus thing? I don't know who it was.
1: She's is singing
5: it
7: the
5: whole thing. <laughs> I think he's talking about when I dropped the soundbite.
7: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard something else. Yeah, you heard
4: uh, Cyrus th- from... I don't Huckerman. think there's a guy in that song. No,
5: you heard I Cyrus from so. the Warriors. That's what you heard.
4: So, Eddie, what, what were you saying? How's that song related to what we were going to talk about?
11: Well, in the video, and it's kind of, you know, in the theme of the lyrics, she's saying that she's every woman, and this is something, you know, you see a lot of it, you know, the different types of women. I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and never ever ever let you forget you're a man and this you know is kind of the theme of that song right it's on every woman and in the video she's in the different outfits and and what does that mean and it ties into what we were talking about because what it what is it to be a woman and then I want to talk about what Andrew was talking about which is you know what does it mean to be a woman right and we've got that question on the table right now Uh, in a lot of uh, apparently that's what Andrew's describing right there's trans and
4: so what what (laughs) what does it mean because I've been told that as a man I'm the last person that could say what a woman is no thanks so as a as a biologically I don't
11: know about that look if if you have a rash (laughs) I don't know about all of that look if you if you can really you know, an- analyze a situation, you can analyze the situation. Just, just look at it. What, what is a woman? And, um, I don't know. We're, we're is hoping is you could how tell is us. That yeah. How is that defined? And it, it, and
7: what do you draw the line?
11: That ties into that religious thing. Remember? Well, it isn't really about where I draw the line because that's my own personal business, you know, and, and everybody's got their thing. And I love people. I love everybody. I am human. And I love humans, so it's real easy for me, but what we're doing as a society is determined by, remember I called the uh, octagon or the Atlantean, and what have they been doing with us is a religious thing. And I don't know, did Andrew mention satanic at all, or... Anything about Andrew that.
4: Andrew that's talked the, about the pedophilia
11: and
4: Yeah, the crazy pedophiles that owned that club were satanic.
10: But like it's almost yeah. like this Epstein thing was in Adelaide. It's like it's almost like it's like a franchise that they operate in every country to control the elite so they can sort of have plausible deniability and get them to do stuff that and so the politicians don't get blamed for it.
11: So from my from my kind of vantage point, that's a religious Expression and we are experiencing religion since before civilization, um, and that all of this is just religion in some form or another. Well, you could argue and there are two the basic gen- types of religion.
10: Yeah, But you could argue that gender theory is a type of sort of religion by the fervor that some people follow it with as well and push it and try and impose it upon society, you know? Yeah, I think science,
4: science and all, all of those.
11: those. <laughs> well, what you... So what you end up in, with is, is, if you want to talk about science, I can, I, I mean, that's my favorite way to look at this. Um, you know, if you mention science and scientifically, we're not that different from that hyena that we were talking
1: about <laughs> earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird, weird, story.
4: You guys,
11: where do you find this stuff? And
4: <laughs> so, like,
11: So, you know, from a biological standpoint, we're, we're, we're animals. And if you look at other animals and not the hyena, but something closer, like, you know, primates, because we're primates, you find the exact same behaviors and you kind of understand how the workings work. And, and that is in effect, like it's the social system.
4: But do the, do the primates, that
11: has to be managed.
4: Do the primates change their, their gender?
10: No, but but chimpanzees invade no, other chimpanzees. No. Well, no, and,
11: and, the, and, and there's a lot of reasons behind that. See, that's the point. It, it, if you're living like the primates, which, see, that's when I start talking about paradise. You know, before Adam and Eve, there was paradise. What does that mean? You know, Adam and Eve was in paradise. It means, look, it, it was a small group of people. They had traveled generation after generation through these circles and monitored and When they found a harvest, they would they would hang out and enjoy it and plant the seed, and then you know, orange trees would grow or whatever they they like to eat, and they would follow the herds and follow the uh, the the harvest of the plants and animals and live happily just moving along, having a party every time they got somewhere.
1: Right, what happened? not
11: actually farming. I mean, you're just having a party, and then you kind of clean up afterwards, right? Eat <laughs> and move, right? And that's paradise. But
4: well, then, what happened? I mean,
11: and there's no war, and there's no struggle, all other than snakes and lions and the whatnot, right? In the wilderness, you're basically, you have to say So that's paradise. But then, what happens is we we you know we move into a more successful pattern. From a biological standpoint, we have a limit on the number of individuals that you can have in a population. We expand that by tens of thousands, and you have basically dysfunctions, right? Like if you took any amount of eight and, and put them together like this, it's not going to work. Why? Because they're wild. Yeah. They're, but they're it's fine. like a competition. I mean, you right. can't just pack them in there like that and say, "Go for it!" Right? <laughs> Go at yeah. each other. Have a good time. It it hasn't worked policy.
4: out. It hasn't worked out. So, so how
11: do you deal with? How do you deal with it and, and create these, you know, tight-packed civilizations of lots of people? Is you create society? So I don't care. You know, I mean, you can't with whatever you want—politics, religion. It's not much different. <laughs> and that started from the very, very, very beginning. You've got two basic versions, and they all center around how the woman is defined as is in the society.
4: So, what and does. we,
11: we haven't. And I think, in my opinion, you know, we never really resolved that because we've got these two versions, and neither one of them apparently do we like.
4: And right? what, what are those two verses? Because that's something that I've been wanting to talk to you about for a bit.
11: Yeah, that was on the bullet. Um, Madonna versus the whore, right? Or whore versus the Madonna, if we're going in chronological order.
1: Is the whore um, first? You
11: have the religion. You have the religion of the whore, which is what, what I think we were talking about earlier. Andrew was talking about the religion of the whore, which is. Eat the babies, blah blah blah. You know, ball and all.
7: It's the religion of the whore.
11: <laughs> yeah.
7: Yeah, the babies. The
11: goddess. Okay. I'm sorry. They. I'm sorry. They the Let me use their terms.
4: <laughs> the goddess.
11: It's the religion of the goddess, and they worship the goddess. But what is the goddess? And the goddess is what. Now here's the key. The goddess makes the men uh, active. A goddess is amused. A goddess, a goddess makes men do things that are great, right? Helen of Troy, imagine this type of stuff.
1: Yeah.
4: Makes sense. Makes them build skyscrapers the and bridges. Yeah, she's yeah.
10: In inspires action, basically. What yeah.
11: And it's a structure. Well, it's not so much about the goddess herself or any individual as much as it's a structure of a society which says, Women are these goddesses, which is a ho-house, right? Like, it, it's a formalized, official ho-house. And the yes. babies are fed balls. Boom. Okay? And, and you select the ones you'll keep. And, hmm. and it's a very effective, the key to it this is it's very effective. But you also have all this other sort of weird, you know, um Bacchanalial type behavior is that a word? Is that
7: a I don't bach- know. Well, I was about to ask you what that meant. <laughs> Google it.
11: Oh, like oh, I'm from the area. We do that, yeah. You know, uh, party, right? It's a party app.
4: <laughs> what area is that a word? Where we
11: just party and and sorry.
4: Is that a word in the South? Where's that from?
12: What was the word?
4: I didn't catch it.
11: <laughs> yeah, Bacchus. Uh, it's a it's a god. It was one of the big gods. Yeah, oh. it, it's the god of wine and parties. And I just happen to know
13: that. Yeah, yeah no, I don't know that guy. The, the yeah. deity. and I
11: did a lot of wine and parties. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I know about it. So that's the one side. The other side, if you look at the Madonna, right, and we all know a Madonna. It, it, it's it's the, 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 the she's in the robes, right. And she, and she holds her baby. Key, key. Mm. She holds her baby and protects it. And she's Mm. chased. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So these are Mm. two different forms of, and then biologically, how do we get there? But that's, that's basically two different versions of Mm. of structure. And in one, you have the structure that y'all are probably more familiar with. We're living in this now. The other one is where women are wives, and the man gets just one. And there's 50/50 50, 50 men and women and like when you're 14 you get one. And you're lucky as heck you got one. Hmm. And that's all you get. That that is actually a version of religion. It's hard to imagine to say, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. There's very yeah. lot
10: of Muslim friends describe their experience of getting married and you know and all this kind of stuff. Well,
4: it's interesting, I
10: was it saying, never
11: took off. That's the whole point. That was Abrahamic. That's Abrahamic belief. Is that you know you get one. You, there's no the, the Ten Commandments very clearly says no to, which means you are having sex without having a marriage ordained by God or whatever that means. So it is really very clear that you get you get one, and you don't take yeah. another man's, which means you don't ever get another one.
4: No,
11: and it never took off. Right?
4: <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think it, were, it it took off too well? I don't think it's nah. working.
7: You always had some rebels. Well, oh,
11: no, I don't see that in real life anywhere. Uh-uh. We no. try. That's the thing. See, but why do we try? Why did that happen? Why did we ever go from one way of doing it to another? I can't answer that. You know, I don't. I don't really know. Why did Abraham? It, why did those group of people say, you know what? This structure, where structure of this you know, big party where everybody just do- does without will, if you can get away with it, do it, go after it. The winner be- is going to take all, whatever, right? I don't know. It's kind of a warring way to live, right?
4: It seems like, like a lot of it is like, you know, order and chaos, even though the two are two different forms of order.
11: Order and chaos.
4: I, I feel like one of them is rooted in chaos. Well, it's
11: or, right, right. Chaos, chaos, it's order out of chaos. Yeah, they have an order, but it comes out of chaos. Yeah, but. So you,
4: now you it's
10: linked into some
11: of the stuff they, you've heard before.
4: Yeah. What were you saying, Andrew?
10: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, with chaos, you have a chaotic event that transforms society or, or, or a group, and they transition into a new way of, you know. New perspective on things. <laughs>
4: Are you okay? We need to call you an ambulance? No, no. no. <laughs> I've got this personal no, no. reef disease. It's called GERD. GERD. <clears throat> and um,
10: I had it also when I was in my 20s. and I, used to, I, I had to have a blood transfusion. I threw up so much blood. one. Um, but uh, my epiglottis doesn't shut properly. So when I get a buildup of stomach acids and mucus, it spills out over my epiglottis and damages my trachea and then I cough up bubbly phlegm. It's like you can get pneumonia from it and everything. So oh, shit. I'm high risk, for, apparently.
4: You're but, higher, uh, high risk for COVID?
10: But I've got to get these antibiotics and this Better You better, you better
4: put up. on your mask, dude. Stop fucking around. No.
10: But I do this sometimes if I've got a bit of phlegm that goes into my trachea, I'll cough up, and it sounds horrible. And you should see the masters just jump. But they'll jump feet while I'm in the center of our clock. You know? They look at you in horror.
4: You know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, moment I had, I don't like I in, in day public day- anymore.
10: Yeah, yeah. He's your suspect. I was in this recently, and I was ch- just started chatting with this attractive younger woman. She was probably about thirty. I'm forty-eight, and um, I said jokingly that I, you know, I said COVID bullshit, but I want to dress up in the plague doctor's outfit, have a mask around my chest, have a sign around my says saying free hugs. When people go up to hug me, have my friend film it and go no, air hugs, do an air hug covid safe and she looked at me and went and smirked and went do you want to air hug Andrew and went sure Caroline like we were flirting hard and then she stood in and looked at me and then turned a real hug and this complete stranger I'd never met before comes in gives me a breast pressing hug for about 40 seconds I smelled her perfume I had to turn my hip because I was stirring and she stepped back and went I'll see you again Andrew and said I look forward to it Caroline and I almost said I hope the next hug is naked in front of all these people Ten people in the newsagent were just staring with dropped jaws at us. Complete strangers.
4: <laughs> Wait, you say you turned and, your hip. You, you turned your hip. Why?
10: Because I was staring. What in does the that mean?
4: You were getting a boner?
10: <laughs> yeah, I was getting a boner. I didn't want to sort of be big, rude and boner into her, into her groin because I thought it was a bit much. <laughs> and you, just, you know, to be got to be slightly chivalrous. Right. My grandmother once said, he's dead, it's just not dead, it's just in a coma. Occasionally you wake up. And as I was waking up, I woke up. But like the fact that all these people regarded a normal human act of intimacy where two people hug as faux pas, as taboo, that's that's concerning to me. They probably, no, they probably
4: just, just saw your boner and they were shocked.
10: I mm-hmm. know. No, no, I was wearing a long-sleeve top, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't grime, it all good. Maybe it
4: poked through. <laughs> yeah, they saw your boner and they were like, oh, my God. <laughs> What's that guy doing yeah. that to that lady? <laughs>
5: It's like a hyena penis.
4: <laughs> but look, no, back to what uh what, what Eddie was saying. Um I was actually telling these guys recently that I feel that the only models that guys have nowadays for like women are their moms and porn. And I yeah, really right. it's true. Right. And I feel like it's fucking yeah. up guys.
11: <laughs> it is. Well, and then it's the like- moms are sometimes doing porn.
7: Yeah, Damn. that's a good point.
10: Imagine a fourteen-year-old boy—he's about to lose his virginity to his girlfriend, and you know, instead of you know finding out what she enjoys, he like immediately tries to stick his dick in her ass dry with no lube, <laughs> and she just gets up and says, fuck off. You know, like, and he's sitting there going, "But what did I do wrong? All the movies, all the women love this because these poor guys don't know that these women who take anal take you know muscle relaxants three hours before the show, so they can Ooh. actually take something that big up there, you know." Orifice. It's like, you know, like I met this guy, his name is D. Buck. He was one of the, have you heard of <laughs> his porn? Like they were, they, were, they produced their own stuff. And this guy now campaigns against porn in the last sort of three years of his career, it was just him and his wife and she was dressing up in different outfits, fake tattoos, looking like different people. And like, you know, he's just like, he's very anti-porn and he was like, yeah. you know, he made a lot of money out of it. So it's fascinating to hear the actual male ex porn performance perspective. And it's sort of weird when you're talking to this guy, you become friends with him and you go, I've probably seen you bone so many women. It's not <laughs> funny. That's just you, you feel a little bit gay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so weird.
4: Alright, so Eddie, um did you have anything else to say about the whole porn yeah. thing?
11: About the porn. Well it's just it's just I mean, that's how they do it, right? I mean it's just part of it. It, isn't it?
7: it normalize I
11: mean, it. Isn't it? Like, okay, so women could be, here's the things women could be in that structure. What, if, what is it to be a woman? A woman can be either in the goddess uh, palace, so to speak, which is the, the cat house, or she could be a wife, which is a type of slave that is stuck to somebody, or she could just be a slave, which is somebody that's traded regularly.
10: But you could also argue that the, and, the husband is you know, the, the slave wife to them. and the
11: slave is kind of a blur. The wife and the slave is kind of a blur and it's not really a distinction ever. And then you've got the, the cat house. So be, this is what it means to be a woman in 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 this civilization structure. Uh, and if you look, kind of look at what you were dealing with.
4: Well, I was going to say, Andrew argues that, some, that how well, about when the slave is the, the husband?
10: Yeah,
4: because
11: a husband is a to the Well, slave there are men the who t- are slaves, but that's a separate. T- yes, some of those men who are slaves would be transvestites or young boys Ooh, or baby. whatever. Because remember, it's everything good.
4: Andrew, the so t- That's the structure. Did you end up being I, a slave, I mean, got Andrew?
11: Too many children? Yeah.
4: Say what? Did you end up being a slave, Andrew? In my marriage, yes,
10: I believe so because, I mean, I was working 60-hour weeks, then coming home, picking out my daughter from from um, childcare and then feeding her and getting everything ready for the morning. My ex would just basically drop my daughter off to childcare, come back at 11 o'clock at night drunk and, you know, complain about the dinner. And, um, you know, she was like the abusive husband who went out and on the piss and, you know, rooted around and then came back. You <laughs> know? Like one that's day, terrible. this is when Tammy was training in 2010. Well,
11: that's designed, that's designed, okay, and, and you're right, but that's designed to, to dissuade anyone from being in a marriage, okay? And the whole point is you're not supposed to be in a marriage. The, a marriage is, is not where you're supposed to be is the message. And the message is you're supposed to, man, go your own way. We talked about that earlier, right? Or just accept that it's the cat house for you, which is porn or whatever all, right? You know, just don't marry him, right? Don't, don't ever have a baby, and don't ever marry him, right? Type that, of set talk.
4: Is that is that your your message, or is that the message in general going on out there?
11: Well, I look. I live in a world, and you know, I have to make my own choices, and everyone has to make their choices. But that's kind of the structure. I'm just talking about the structure. I'm not being judgmental. These are two different structures. What is a woman, which was the question on the table that y'all wanted me to answer. And I thought, of, you know, that, like that's what it is. Like that's, I thought about it that like that's what it turned out to be. What is a woman? And in one structure, it's this thing where she can, and again, we're not, we're not, you know, the woman can't be a wife right now. It has to be either slave or in the, or in the cat house. And then the, the other structure where it's truly, monogamous um no, no adultery, which never took off, I I in my opinion. They tried. That's though. that's all there is to it. Okay. And it what well they you know, I don't know what they <laughs> did, honestly. <'cause laughs> I've told you before, I'm not deep religion, right? I don't really I didn't I didn't study the details of it, but as they tell me, Abraham, the Abrahamic people, I'm not sure, but they had this idea <laughs> about Ten Commandments and whatnot. I really don't know how that all came about, but there this it guy, is. I think
4: this guy was and tripping. Yet,
11: here we are.
4: I think this guy was I on know. a mountain tripping balls, and then he got some. Uh, well, he, he I don't vision. know. Th-
11: there. There's arguments both sides. The argument to the Abrahamic side is that if you do that, you have less STDs, you have less problems, you'll be more successful. They were built, theory was they were building an army and it was more successful at building armies. That's because true. you save the babies and there's more prosperity to spread. Yeah. yeah, so it's more successful in regards to species development, right? So the goal of the Abrahamic theory was that it's just more successful. Successful in producing uh, a population growth.
4: Yeah, that's Here. good. I think well, I think I'm down for that. We that, gotta, that. that's it. We got to protect the American way right now.
1: <laughs>
11: I'm down with that. Hey, can I say one thing? Okay, one one thing.
4: Tell us one ab- thing. about
11: the trading places. Didn't y'all talk about the trading places that movie? <laughs> yeah. 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 Y'all were talking about that earlier. I wanted to say. Um, Yeah, it was something about buy, buy, sell, sell, buy, buy, sell, sell. (laughs) And that's kind of what's going on right now. Yeah. And um, exactly. It's always been that way. That's the game they're playing. And that everything that's happening in the buy and the sell and – huh?
10: Yeah, but this whole COVID thing, what's been happening, how we're all getting fucked financially globally, whether it's by design or default – the elites exactly. who run the monetary system in the world are just cashing in on the opportunity. That's that's the way I look at it. Well, you know.
11: Right. Well, the way they look at it, as I understand, is all of the assets of the world are on a balance sheet, right? And if you look at a balance, yeah, if you look at a balance, sheet, assets and liabilities, these people don't have them. So all of their assets are on it. And then we own about 10% of, of stuff. <laughs> and they're not really happy about that. But anyway, <laughs> so they own everything and whatever percentage we own, they don't want that percentage to get too high. The minute we're getting some ownership of any, anything that is an asset within the earth sphere, anything, they, um, have to get it as a percentage and it's all a ratio so it's like the minutes of it it's like watching you know the percentage of oil to water and the minute the water gets too much you just started you know you have to fix it
1: it's (laughs) terrible ever since
5: they're fixing it
4: so i want to get to uh to richard uh, who's been in the background what you didn't have a song yeah, dude, I told you, man. He wanted his song was fucking uh Only God Can Judge Me by Tupac. See this fucking guy, dude? Oh, Remember man. when I told
5: his ass? Remember when I told his ass? I actually wasn't listening when you said that. He's
4: fucking idiot.
1: <laughs>
4: Pay
5: attention. <laughs> what are you looking up dude? Alright, it's already played in. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Look at, like, look, imaginary.
4: <laughs> look at this fucking guy. He typed in one gold can judge.
7: <laughs> no, he found it. He fucking found it.
4: What <laughs> oh, a fucking moron! Only God can judge me. Is that right? Only God can judge me Nobody
9: now. Else.
12: Nobody else.
9: All you other motherfuckers, get out my bitch!
5: Only God can judge me. You fucking bitch! What are you doing? What are you doing besides laughing?
7: Uh, Pull it up quick, though.
4: Yeah, good job, buddy. I'm the young Daddy. Jamie up in this bitch. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> So what's up Richard? How you doing, man?
13: I'm just saying I'm left I think I agree with most uh mostly with everything
7: everything that was uh, said today. <laughs> everything
13: everything? I, uh, not quite everything, but <laughs> mostly mostly agree. I, I, I there wasn't anything that I would need to argue specifically. <laughs> um I I definitely think that we're all humans and we're we are a part of some divide and conquer agenda and they just keep yeah. playing it against us. Yeah. And making everybody pick sides and it's like like even with the mask stuff, like it's really easy to pick a side. Um it's the hard choice is to not pick a side.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you so are you are what's going on with masks up there in Alaska?
13: Well I got fired for not wearing a mask.
4: Wow <laughs> What, yeah. right. So what? Why? Why? Why did you get? Why did you uh, take it as far as to get fired? And why? Did
13: well, fire you get fired. Um, I work a season. I usually work seasonal jobs, like so, just in the summer, summertime, yeah. when the tourists come in. And uh, like my job was supposed to start in May, and it didn't start until July. The restaurant opened in July, so two months late. And I told them up front that I would never take part in any of the. COVID whatever like I wasn't going to be tested I was going to do they wanted to take our temperature and I told them no I told them I refused the test they let me do that and then I told them that I wasn't going to wear a mask but they made it mandatory for all the employees to wear a mask
4: but wh- why? Three other, why three
13: other restaurants here in our little town and the other three restaurants are not making their employees wear masks <laughs> so I just I felt like well I don't need to do this <laughs> I have no reason to so, did you get a job at another you restaurant? For years? Why would I need to wear a mask now?
4: <clears throat> did you get a job at other restaurants?
13: Um, well, I did for a little bit, and then I ended up quitting that job, and I haven't been working since. Um, Why'd you leave
4: started. that job? What what, what what happened there?
13: Um, I got tired of it.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
13: yeah. I'm ready to should. go in a, into a different direction, really.
4: Yeah, that's why I I've, I've quit a bunch of jobs. When I got tired of them,
10: a, you, you quit them. I worked in a, a, and it's like you know, if if the chef's not a psycho, it's okay. But if the chef's a complete psycho, it's not the
4: most enjoyable environment. So,
13: yeah, uh, yeah, that was it, definitely uh, one of the issues.
4: Working uh, in kitchens sure. is a bitch.
13: I was I was fired by what I would call it, was a narcissist. I mean, he was when he fired me over the mask. He was screaming, "Fuck you!" Like, <laughs> they to you at me.
4: was it was it worth it?
13: Oh, it was totally worth it yeah. because, like, I was extremely calm, and it was like, "Well, like, why do I need to wear a mask? Like, the the customers aren't wearing masks. Like, <laughs> what are we scared of?"
10: Exactly. You know, like, and, and like, you're touching plates that people have touched with their mouths, and then you might rub your nose, and you know, like, you know, you, you're probably wearing a probably a more risk of
13: infection.
4: So how was right, a, how was COVID treated in Alaska? Was it was it a freak out mode, or is it just been kind of? Uh,
13: no, I would say generally speaking, most Alaskans are very pro freedom, you know, and like even the even the people that are wearing masks, like, um, they're not in your face about it. Yeah, um, you have to wear a mask in the bank. Uh, that the only the only place where it's is like. Required, but we only have a couple of businesses up here, anyways. Yeah, uh,
4: Bank Robbers that
1: one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, that's a little
13: that. awkward walking into a bank wearing a mask. I'll say yeah, that.
4: Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. What? Uh, so is that the only place you wear a mask to, or what? That's the
13: only. That's the only place that it's required here. So um, I think but in the bigger cities, do you put on the bigger cities?
4: Do you put on a mask you go to go to the big bank? Big. Or are you going to the bank or no?
13: Um. Couple of, I mean, I maybe a couple of times a month.
7: It's terrible. Yeah. Have, have you guys had even it. had any cases?
13: Um, not in it. my town. We've had we've had like people that came through that it was like reported that they had COVID. So like mm-hmm. less than ten cases, usually oh. in, in the town.
4: Outsiders, those no third. locals dirty-ass outsiders. Uh, not that I know of, no. We need to build how the fuck is it going to get over there to Alaska? Yeah. But how can a virus survive so in those? How can a virus survive in those? I think in all
13: of Alaska, we have less than a thousand. We've had less than a thousand cases, but... That's um, cool. You know, like, uh, a, few people, a few people freak out online, and then that kind of, you know, drives it. Yeah. In in Alaska, is there a lot
10: more small communities and small towns that make up the entire population, rather than everyone living in like, the main city?
13: Yeah, we have like two basically two big cities, uh, Fairbanks and yeah. Anchorage, yeah. an and then everything else is basically small town life.
10: Does, does, does Alaska give the citizens like a, a, a percentage
13: of oil revenue every year or something? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be 2000 dollars a year. From the oil oh, no. companies, I'd move there if it wasn't so cold. <laughs> <laughs> you, get
1: you get used me, to I it. Used to,
13: I've gotten used to it. I've, I've adapted to it. I like really the the cold. The winter is the peaceful part of the
4: year. Is it like does your yeah. soul die and then you get used to it, or the what? Is it that your soul dies and you get used to it?
13: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely think you have to want to like. Most people that come up here for summer do not want to stay in the wintertime. They know what they know what's about to happen. <laughs> but really, I mean, it's you know, like if you're comfortable, it's it's just peaceful. That's that's all there is to it. <laughs> it don't just like, spend around. There's nobody bothering you. Um, it's just it's still as as you could ever possibly imagine.
7: It, don't you spend half but the year in light and the other year in, uh, in darkness? Yes. <laughs>
13: Yeah, the summer's pretty crazy with the light.
10: I do a lot of hiking, that,
13: uh, like in in the middle of the night, with the with the sun still up. That's crazy. Can uh, you, can you do you see the aurora every year up there or not? Oh yeah, yeah. I just have to walk out my front door and there they are. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
4: <laughs> All I see when I walk out my front door is a bunch of Mexican people, couple <laughs> couple homeless people, a taco restaurant. Uh, I love them all, but it's it's not in Aurora.
13: <laughs> yeah, as <long> as I'm <laughs> I probably got like less than 10, 10 neighbors in a mile radius. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's nice. good.
4: I I think I have like fucking maybe like like a thousand neighbors in the, no like 10,000 in a fucking mile radius. Realistically, maybe
10: more. Like yeah. from a town of five thousand people. When I went to America, it was like, what the fuck is this place? Oh,
4: God. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus! I thought all of Australia was a town with just 5,000 people
10: but oh, I think it's hilarious that of all the states I went to I thought Texas was the friendliest Florida they were just like weird and they yeah. just loved driving and Californians were just completely insane uh, <laughs> <enough>. uh, thank <laughs> you
4: makes sense, makes sense to me the
13: yeah, yeah. in general are angry angry
4: so I was curious about uh, about QAnon, Richard, and what you had to say about them or that. Well, Is it them? Is it? It's a person. Okay.
13: Um, yeah. for me, like I was born in Washington D.C., so I feel like I was kind of always attracted to the uh, conspiracy type narrative that came out of D.C. Because I just wanted to know more. Like I felt like they've they've always been lying to us, hmm. and. Is- uh... Okay. My research led me to believe that QAnon is a, is a operation run by the NSA I think and sense. that Trump, Trump has direct knowledge of it.
10: I, I think yeah. it's partly some of it's misinformation and disinformation, but yeah. there's also a lot of within it. So it's, it's almost, it's almost like a bait and trap sort of thing,
13: you know, well, I feel like, like from yeah, from yeah, the there's all the drops and stuff on, uh, like, there's there's Q's actual drops and what he says, and and I would I would say that there is probably misinformation and disinformation in there. Um, well, if you talk about this, if you talk about, that, this, and then they analyze it and then they spin it in this, different, you know, so it it ends well, up in the, in all these different ways, and and I mean you can listen to a, a wide assortment of people. I, I, to me, I would rather listen to what the mainstream media is saying about it. When, when they call it all bullshit and they won't actually look into it, it's like, well, I mean, it's not.
1: <laughs>
13: yeah, well, you <laughs> you know? Know, it's not bullshit. You have to dig through all the crap to get to the, like, the yeah. real shit. Like,
10: in Australia, like, there was these big protests at St Kilda Beach in Melbourne about African migration by the United Patriot Front. It's like that Blair Cottrell, Cauldron Pool, if you ever heard, that That was the guy that did the mock beheading opposing the mosque being built in Bendigo. And, um.
4: There
10: there was a Patriot protesters on one side and all the Antifa mob on the other side. The police were meant to separate the two. And I've seen video footage of Blair Cottrell, who's about six foot three, he's ex special forces, and another guy, like, dragging these two Antifa guys who were doing, like, Hitler salutes in front of the cameras on their side. Threw them to the police and said, We hate Nazis, we don't want anything to do with them. Fuck off. And they looked at the police and said, Do your fucking job, cunts. You know, separate them. And. Three times the police let those Antifa left-wing fake Nazis go up and do Hitler salutes for the cameras. And the ABC, the Australian government station, every time they do a story on white nationalism and the rise of white nationalism, which is – it's bullshit because the the actual amount of Nazis that exist in Australia is so small. And in the Patriot Auburn, there's a guy who used to be in the neo-Nazi movement. He disowned it all. And so if any of those guys try and join, they get blocked straight away. Um, So the media – the media portrayal of these people opposed to immigration is oh they're Nazis but they're not and and then the media with the Victorian police completely, you know, created fake news that they consistently use and say, look at those patriot Nazis.
4: Is there That's a lot right. of is there a lot of Nazis in Alaska? The,
13: I I would I would like anyone to prove to me where the Nazis do exist. Or like yeah. it's, especially you. in large Thank numbers and, and not even just Nazis, but like, okay, well,
4: Who's the
1: KKK? Like, who's actually in the KKK? Yeah, it's I've been... I know, the, the, I
4: know that, that answer. Oh, uh, yeah. I was so, say. listen, Eddie, look, uh, I've been yeah, looking... Yeah, I know
11: that
1: answer.
4: I've been looking for some legit KKK or, like, white supremacists that would come on the show. Do you know any? Yeah, I've got a mic, come on. Like, you 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 know good, answer.
1: Answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
4: they
11: hang it.
4: Yeah. yeah. You know where they
10: hang out? <laughs> We should put up our poster well, right at yeah, the bar. Well, he, look, he quotes David Duke, but he like he still had black look, kids there, going. There's two,
11: two different versions of it.
4: whichever version, whichever version of of white supremacists. I don't care. Just have them.
11: There's two different versions of <laughs> Nazis, but look, it it yeah it it yeah
4: that Anyway, so that's Richard, uh, it, it, it's the real thing. I wanted to get back. I, to I'm, not,
13: I'm not saying that it's not a real thing. I'm just saying that it doesn't exist in large numbers the way that we're told. Thank you. And no, not, yes. and it's isn't smart, it's not is it, it isn't dangerous. It isn't. a bunch of smart people yes. that are recruiting smarter people. It's a bunch of idiots well, that are recruiting yes. the dumbest of the dumb. Yes. <laughs> so, like, they're not a threat. You meander right? No. Yeah. Do anything?
11: <laughs> I mean, no. They never
4: do anything. They don't do anything. They just.
11: That the majority. And they keep to themselves.
4: <laughs> I think and Roelington is a fucking. Nazi. They live in
11: compounds sometimes.
4: That is true. Yeah. You do how, live do in I, how
11: do I get in? Huh?
7: <laughs> He's like, how do I get
4: in? How do I get in? Yeah, Van wants to know how, how he can join the forces. I've been looking. I mean,
11: they keep they keep to themselves. They mind their business. They they they, they do what you know. They don't really
5: now do they, anything. They don't burn anything or hurt anything. Will they accept me with my fifty eight percent European?
1: <laughs> um,
5: well, you know, it
11: gets weird. Uh, it's really weird because they're very, you know, it, it just gets weird.
4: I'll just say it like that.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you might qualify, man. Cause Cause they're, they're not.
11: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I
4: know. I know. No, you're, you're, you're not European enough to.
5: I'm not European
4: enough. Damn it. Yeah. you too much Jew. You look
5: yeah. Mexican.
10: My kids are a eyed so I reckon I'll get in.
4: <laughs> you, uh, Andrew could get in. i seen Andrew. He could get in. I don't know. I don't know about Richard. And, I haven't seen
11: Yeah. I, so most of them, as I understand, are really poor and they've had very bad experiences in life and it's just a coping mechanism and, um, you know.
4: Yeah, I've seen it. It may I've not seen be it, the best. I've <laughs> seen it happen that way. <laughs> um, Howard, yeah, have Howard, Howard Stern used to have this guy from the KKK on a show. That one day they got him to uh, talk about why he had joined the KKK, and he was like, "Oh no, yeah my my sister was like raped and killed by this gang of black dudes."
11: Exactly, they've all had a bad experience, <laughs> and now and
4: like I'm like the leader of one Mine. of the <laughs> biggest chapters. Yes, she- yeah,
7: so it's an anger base.
11: Yeah, it's yeah. an anger base.
4: It was very sad. Fear. It was. It was she always funny anger to anger. laugh at him until he told that story. Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> it was s- like, oh, Now you shit. sympathize. I mean, I was like, oh, maybe. I mean, what the fuck? What do you do? Yeah, what, it's in, it's, what
13: do you do after that they, that? they grew up in that environment where they didn't have black people, or they didn't have, you know, a diverse. They just grew up around white, racist white people. And what I mean, what do you? Oh, think that's, that's not that
11: true, that true at all.
13: People? Oh, but you well, could. No, that's, not, that's
1: about,
13: not my experience. I'm talking about the uh, hills experience. of West Virginia or Georgia or the backwoods of Georgia. Mm-hmm. But you could argue the BLM I, well, is like the cake of black people. I would, I would definitely agree with that. Huh. Yeah, yeah.
4: What well, what's been your experience,
10: all, Eddie? Because yeah, I think well, my
11: experience this, uh, is Bevel- you've kind of got two groups. Like, yeah, we've well, got Northern Idaho. I don't know if you know, but Northern Idaho has has these kinds of you know isolationist white people. Yeah. I don't, they're they're it's like that, um, they don't like other people. Hmm. And that's all white, right? And they're all white, and that's their that's. That's their gig, but you got this other group who actually is, you know, you know, in the South or in other areas where they're having experiences, yeah. and and that's a different, a different vibe. If, if you get if you get me, and I think you know they call themselves different things. There's like a lot of things.
4: I don't know. Yeah. We got. We're gonna to have to go to Idaho and meet some of these people. But,
11: but they're not that many. A- again, it's not that many. They're not that. They're not organized. It's not like they communicate with one another. There's none of that. They so we don't have, have
4: to that, worry. We shouldn't have to worry about the northern Idaho,
11: I never do. No one does. No one worries about them. There no one worries, the worries about the Idahoans.
4: Well, that maybe that's exactly what they yeah, want.
11: That's exactly what they want.
4: Yeah.
5: Jesus
11: They want nobody to notice them They want this here It's generally
4: Sneak around A bunch
5: of grays Live in fucking Idaho
4: Yeah it's true
11: <laughs> And they're all afraid And highly armed Is <laughs>
7: Yeah
4: that's yeah, the best thing You survive.
7: the They give off So scary yeah.
4: ass Fucking highly armed people Don't take time
7: kind of Around these parts <laughs> Like that That's dumb
4: Alright so and We'll go back Let's, We'll go back to Fucking talking to Richard Richard um, we were talking about hiking over there When I talked to you earlier today You say you saw a moose Did you kill it with your hands?
13: Oh yeah, no I I, I see moose on a regular basis I definitely don't kill them with my hands uh, They are They are angry you, <laughs> Moose are angry post- and they're very territorial You don't mess with yeah. them
4: I don't think I've ever seen a real moose In yeah. real life
13: Yeah, well they're like Basically like a horse with skinny legs but, yeah, thank you, skinny ass. its epic. Uh, um, yeah, so I've definitely dear. been chased by them, and it's, like oh. thats very real. Can they because, run like, fast? Um, well, they're like—they're not agile. They definitely have like—they would outrun me in a straight line race, absolutely. Oh,
1: you got to get behind um, them. Like,
13: but I don't think they have good eyesight, and so like if you just kind of. Move around from side to side like that's what I did, <laughs> and usually I just yell at them. Like when they like the one was coming coming at me and my dog, and I just started screaming at her like fuck up! <laughs> no, that did it
1: work?
13: Really? Oh yeah, no, it was, like I mean she, you know, I, I was also behind the tree, so like she wasn't she was gonna hit the tree before she hit me. Yes, but they're just they're very territorial. Yeah, you and, get. And do you gotta, territory. Like you got to respect
4: them, basically. You get attacked by a lot what? of animals up there.
13: Uh, no, just um, just dealing with moose, really. I don't see <laughs> bears very often.
4: No bears. We hear, no bears. bear,
13: bear no bears. sightings in town, but bears like bears aren't look actively looking for humans. They're just looking for easy food.
4: They're looking for picnic yeah. baskets, from my <laughs> yeah, understanding.
13: <I>, Trash cans. <laughs> trash
4: cans that are unguarded yeah every time I think of, think
13: of Rocky Raccoon Rocky and Rocky Bullwinkle Raccoon.
4: that's it oh from Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah oh man
7: that's like uh Does that's it, old school it's your idea of Alaska
4: oh Rocky and Bullwinkle every time you think about Alaska <laughs> <laughs> damn alright well so did, do you, I mean watch, fuck we had you you were gonna talk to us about Alaska and hiking and all of that I think you already have mm. Um, mm. Do you have any any parting words I think we're gonna split with everybody um, Richard um,
13: no I just think we should all be a little bit more peaceful is all
4: Yeah I think that's that's hard to disagree with No nope. Yeah <laughs> There's a
13: great change. um like,
10: Confucius, like, sort of proverb. It's like a question, almost a rhetorical question. I got, I got it on a t shirt and then asked this Chinese guy what it meant. And he said, it's a good one.
8: It, it's, it's like, is one. it
10: better to read 10,000 books or to walk 10,000 miles? And this is particularly relevant, like, in the COVID times. It's like, you walk 10,000 miles, you're going to meet far more than 10,000 people. You're going to get more than 10,000 perspectives on life. You become more empathetic and you understand others, basically on what Richard just said. Whereas if you read 10,000 books, they could all be edited by the same company and have the same narrative. Uh, that's your mainstream media and your, and your social media controls. That was so that, that, based. That's an amazing yeah. proverb offering. I think they're very relevant to today's time. it's so. oh, a good yeah.
7: shirt.
4: Yeah, it makes me feel like okay. as an illiterate person, I'm lucky. <laughs> uh, <Yo>. hmm. Eddie, <laughs> are you still there? Yes. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any any good Chinese proverbs to share? The only
11: thing, yeah, the only thing, the only thing I wanted to share was, and it's just because it ties into the other show. Because you guys watch Twilight, and I'm here to add that feminine touch to the show. So, real quick, there's Bella, and she's the girl, and there's Edward, and he's the boy. He's a vampire. He's been a vampire for about a hundred years, and yeah, he's unhappy with the situation because he's a young guy. And he meets her, and she is she's it, and he's infatuated. And y'all were talking about that, and I wanted to explain it because it is written in the book, and I I do have all the books, and I do have the Midnight Sun, the one about Edward. I did several years ago, I've already read it. Very good. You should read it.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I know I don't,
11: you're not going to read it, but I, you should Yeah,
4: read I don't read, but my girlfriend reads and She's reading it, I think, or read it. She
9: got it.
11: Well, she should read that one because it, it's fabulous. I got it years ago. I downloaded it and printed it. I was so into it. And Bella has negative
4: She has what? And
11: so they have that RH negative. Remember the first conversation yeah, yeah. we had was about RH negative blood. Hmm. Yeah, the rhesus monkey blood.
4: She's got rhesus monkey blood. She's so
11: negative, and that was Edward thinks she's she delicious. Not, oh, the, she doesn't. Well, she she does not. Therefore, she is of the correct bloodline. Mm.
4: Yeah,
11: and he's been searching for that this whole time, and that's written in the book. Does she the, is this special special creature.
4: Does the werewolf? Do the werewolf people have the Rh blood? Later.
11: You know, I'm not sure uh, anyone else in the story, but the, the 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 premise is they are that is not fiction. That is how they live. Vampires they live amongst mm-hmm. us, and they select out of us to join them. That's kind of the theory of the of the story. And she gets to be selected, you see, and that that's the greatest thing you could ever be. And, and that's the entire story. It's, it's based on that blood, which was. Back
4: to the first Probably university. Enough. So it's just so her. It's a had, story,
11: it's right? I mean, I just thought that was <laughs> funny because it's,
4: <laughs> it's just a story. It's a story about a yeah. girl being accepted the into That's
11: the, my Twilight.
7: To the Illuminati,
11: into it? the elite, the, the Illuminati. Yeah,
4: that's beautiful. I thought they were and just ordinary So see, they're
11: the they're even more special. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. and and who doesn't want to be the most special? is The most special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the,
9: the,
4: the, hey, you're navigate, right? all right so i'd like to thank you guys for coming on fucking andrew and we're we're gonna ask we're gonna ask you guys to, to be back on we've asked you know eddie's been on a few times and andrew we're gonna ask you back on and richard as well and yeah, we um, gotta
5: learn more about mooses
4: mooses moose moose that's plural moose or moose eye mooses Moosen.
1: Yeah,
13: I think it, I think that's it's the name. one that just stays it loose. It always stays loose. It's always moose. See,
1: see stupid. Or moose is? Moose is. I said, mooses. Mooses, bitch." <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, shrimp. You know that you can say shrimp is plural, but if there's different types or species of shrimp, you say shrimps with an S.
14: Uh-huh. FYI, dude. I don't oh, call So <laughs> maybe
4: maybe the moose part is the same as shrimp. Ah. whatever man anyway so thank you guys for coming on fucking it's been great talking to you guys and we'll hit you guys back up
1: thank
4: you you guys (laughs) peace everybody peace I do time. you want to do the news. <laughs> you don't want to do the
5: news? Sorry, shit. Uh, no, <laughs> I had a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck it. News, you fucking cunts. <laughs>
4: That your Australian flavor? Oi, baby. Well, Trump's gonna fucking get a Nobel Peace Prize, or he's being—he was nominated again. I think there's just a troll somewhere in Sweden or some shit that just keeps nominating him. Play, play the <laughs>
6: Well, it is one of the world's most honored awards. President Trump officially nominated for a 2021 Nobel Peace Prize for his efforts brokering the peace deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. The nomination put forward by a member of the Norwegian Parliament. So far, four U.S. presidents have won the Nobel Peace Prize. Most recently, President Barack Obama did in 2009. President Trump was first nominated in 2018 following his Singapore summit with Kim Jong-un, but did not win it at that time.
12: God bless America, my God!
5: How many fucking uh, drones did uh, Trump use on fucking like babies?
4: On weddings, on Muslim weddings? How yeah. uh, I think a couple hundred. Okay. Yeah, but that's it. You know, there's probably some some survivors. I mean, but listen, he's bringing peace to the Middle East. That's been a joke for fifty years. Yeah, and it might happen now. If you say so, I doubt it. It worked for North yeah. Korea. It work here. It didn't work for North Korea. Kim Jong-un is now dying and coming back to life every other week. Something just tells me that there's... Did he come back? Yeah, he came back, bro. He's been coming back. What the fuck? He's been going between dead, the coma, and alive for the past fucking... coming back. It's terrible. It's embarrassing.
5: Something just tells me things will never get right down there for some reason.
4: Listen, man. How dare you? Speaking of persevering and surviving through anything... Wow. The sole survivor of Kenosha, the Kenosha protest the guy that got his fucking bicep shot off.
5: <laughs> there wasn't people that ran away. No, no, well, no the
7: no, ones no. that got shot.
4: The ones, oh, okay. that, the ones that ended up on the wrong. end the yeah.
5: ones that fucked around and found out.
4: Yeah, one, yeah, yep. The last of the found out as motherfuckers. <laughs> I walked away with my life that night. Oh, it sounds like a good
3: speech. Two people didn't. <laughs>
0: Gage Grosskreutz is the only person to survive of the three people shot during protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin.
3: I think about the screams, about the gunshots. Um, I think about everything all the time.
0: Grosskreutz says he arrived in Kenosha from Milwaukee deeply disturbed by this video of police shooting Jacob Blake in the back and concerned about a call to arms by a local militia on Facebook. The former paramedic says his goal was to provide medical care to anyone who needed it there. When he arrived on August 25th, he had no idea that 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse had also arrived from Illinois. He was also vowing to help people and protect businesses. Both had their cell phones, both carried medical kits. Rittenhouse had a rifle. Were you also armed? Absolutely. Like I said, I believe in the right to bear arms. But that night, Rittenhouse used his firearm, while Grosskreutz had to use his medical kit on himself.
5: Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> he, he <laughs> didn't use his firearm? You mean he didn't fucking shoot first?
4: Listen, bro, he had to use his own medical kit
5: wow. On himself. Wow, the irony.
4: He didn't use his firearm. Did you see him use his firearm?
5: I saw him uh, put he, his hands up. And then point it and then get shot in the fucking arm.
4: Did he use it? You know what? Did? Seriously, yes or no That's where he
0: fucked up. He didn't. Yeah.
4: He did not use it? Yep. Thank you. Play clip (laughs) too.
0: Rittenhouse is running down the street after his first deadly shooting that night. He falls. He shoots and misses one person. Anthony Huber hits Rittenhouse with a skateboard.
5: Oh, He shot
0: that guy in the stomach. (laughs) He is shot and killed. Three seconds later, Horskreutz goes towards the shooter. He's shot.
3: I'm missing 90% of my bicep. I'm in constant pain, like excruciating pain, pain that just doesn't go away.
0: Rittenhouse eventually walks towards police with his hands up and police pass him by. His attorney says his client acted in self-defense.
3: The shooter walked away and got to sleep in their bed that night. Some people don't get that luxury.
0: Two people were taken to the morgue that night, and Grosskreutz was taken to the hospital in a police vehicle.
5: Two things. He was already walking away, and your ass fucking chased him, and now you fucking woke up fucking (laughs) left-handed.
4: Look, he I like how she didn't mention the fact... She mentioned the fact that he approached... Yeah. But she didn't mention the fact that he had a gun.
5: Of course, because that's the fucking thing. Like, dude, I was having a conversation with my dad... My dad didn't know any of the fucking details. He just said that there was a shooter. God damn it, Dad. Dad. What the
4: fuck? Kyle's innocent, man. He's a hero. Suck my dick. (laughs) Play clip three, dude.
0: What on earth got you to a point where you were chasing somebody who had a semi-automatic rifle? We don't want
6: to compromise the current criminal
0: investigation
6: against the shooter at this point in time. And unfortunately, going into those details, it might do that.
0: Prosecutors have charged Rittenhouse with two homicides, attempted homicide and use of a dangerous weapon. Under Wisconsin law, Rittenhouse is too young to legally possess a gun. But Grosscourt says he's the one facing death threats for his actions that night.
3: I never fired my weapon that night. Why not? I was there to help people, not hurt people. I had a legal right to, one, possess it, and two, possess it concealed. I'm not an Antifa terrorist organizer. I'm a mid-20-year-old male. I'd go to school, and yeah, I exercise my First Amendment right to peacefully protest. <laughs> Nobody should have been hurt or died that night. <laughs> I like how
4: they play that. For Americans, We're <clears throat> human beings. Better than that.
5: Man, he's so sensitive too
4: You're better than that bro Are we not
5: I, would have, uh, I don't know What what encouraged you to fucking run after him then
4: The same thing They encouraged Kyle to go over there And fucking be armed And help people bro Oh, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I mean you know uh-huh. Now you don't accept it bro No
7: <laughs> you uh, fuck off. I had a problem with everything he said dude
4: you had a problem with everything he said? Yeah. Why? Man. Why? Explain yourself.
5: Go man. ahead. Oh, man. I know, right? Now you're going to get death threats, too. For yeah, you want some yeah. Yeah. death threats?
4: Do you need a death threat,
7: threat, threat, threat? No, just like when he said, he's like, I'm not an Antifa guy. And he just described exactly what an Antifa guy. Is. Yeah, so I know. like. I don't know. So you think totally he's, an,
4: admit. Antifa? You no, think he's t- an Antifa guy?
7: Well, I don't know. But they totally admit the fact that he pulled a gun out. No, they he didn't said say shit. Like, Oh, I had to write the concealed carry, even Dude, the, though he re- had it out. The reporter
4: didn't even mention that he went at this kid with the fucking gun out.
7: Yeah, it's totally biased.
4: She didn't, you know, which was kind of interesting.
7: Well, that's the
5: picture they're trying to paint. is just that he there just was walked,
4: a, he was walking. They, towards they him.
5: purposely are using the word active shooter, even though in the a definition of an active shooter implies that he's going there to massacre fucking like a bunch of people yeah. with the intent to do so. Oh
4: my god. Speaking of people getting butchered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A couple weeks ago we reported that um local hero, local Chicago hero, R. Kelly, had gotten beat up in prison. Uh And it was a mystery, no one knew why. Is there an update? There's an update.
15: R. Kelly was the victim of a few jailhouse jabs last month. The alleged attacker and fellow Metropolitan Correctional Center inmate, Jeremiah Shane Farmer, was identified last week as a Latin King gang member convicted of double murder. Three weeks before the attack, Kelly reportedly caught an inmate on the phone talking about a plan to rough him up. Kelly immediately told the guards what he had heard, but was still forced to ride in an elevator with the inmate. A few days later, he allegedly told a doctor he wanted guards to stop telling his fellow inmates he was the reason for the recent lockdowns. Kelly said he let at least two other guards know he was worried about his safety in the two to three weeks leading up to the assault but claims they didn't take his concerns seriously. The alleged incident took place on August 26th when Farmer allegedly snuck into Kelly's cell with a pen and started punching him in the head and torso until a guard deployed pepper spray to stop the attack. In the report, Farmer stated the government made him do it. He added he simply wanted to shed light on government corruption.
4: So the guy... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What a virtue. The guy that beat up Kelly... I I don't know, man. I'm saying the guy that beat up R. Kelly. He
5: sounds like other justice seekers. You know, we didn't. We burned and uh, stole all the shit there for justice.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So you're not okay with that guy having beat up R. Kelly for the government to raise awareness?
5: No, I'm down with him beating his ass for fucking all the for being a pedophile. Yeah. All that other shit. But
4: now for the government to raise awareness of corruption?
5: That was a bullshit fucking...
4: The ends don't justify yeah, the means? No, that
5: was bullshit. That was bullshit.
4: What a hater, bro. Why is it because he's not white?
5: Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Fucking, <laughs> Did you stick with let's that? Let's go with that.
4: If you're going to be tossing shit out there, I'm just going to agree with it. Okay, fine. That's good. it so, because you doesn't suck dick like you do? I don't suck dick. <laughs> I thought you were just going to go with what I said.
5: I'm just replying to everything you're saying now. Uh, this
7: uh, is
4: garbage, dude.
7: Yeah, some opinions and something.
4: You know what? Speaking of garbage, uh-huh. I have a positive note this week.
5: Oh, what's the positive
4: note? And you guys uh, fucking Hyrule spoiled it early on in the show.
5: What's the positive note? Are you, are you fucking HIV positive <laughs> now? After all the gay sex you've been having?
4: Listen, bro. I live a righteous life. <laughs> yeah, like gay orgies, um, but no the 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 Kardashians, bro. They're gone. It's over. Keeping up with the Kardashians is R.I.P. I, I don't think it's being canceled. Yeah, can, actually, can you pour for? Do you have a forty to pour for the Kardashian show?
5: That is so embarrassing for your life and your
6: soul.
9: <laughs> I'm down with that. Play the fucking first clip. <laughs> Die-hard Kardashian fans are searching for answers Wednesday after the family said that their long-running so reality show will end with a 20th and final season scheduled to air in 2021. Airing for 14 yeah. years, Keeping Up With The yeah. Kardashians helped to make Kim Kardashian and her siblings Kylie, Kendall, Chloe, and Courtney household names and launched their mega careers in the fashion and beauty business. The family took to social media Tuesday night, telling fans, quote, It is with heavy hearts that we say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. We've decided as a family to end this very special journey. But the family gave no reason for their decision.
4: Kaylin Jenner says she was not notified about this and found out on the TV.
6: Are you serious?
9: Damn.
4: (laughs) That's
5: bogus. Nobody let her know.
4: No. They forgot about her. Poor, poor, poor child Poor child of Christ That's what she has for supporting Trump
1: Hashtag oak
4: Oak, oak, Oh god
5: They're big Cardi B fans bro
7: All of them? <sighs> oh
4: of, of course, what kind of question is that? The WAP bro
7: <laughs>
1: well, <laughs>
9: Yeah, they all got the WAP
4: Is there, is there a I second? Women What
9: mm-hmm. the fuck is the second clip? <laughs> sure. Keeping Up With The Kardashians made its debut in 2012 and spawned 12 spin-off series. At its height, the show's audience approached 4 million viewers, but had dipped under a million in recent years. The show chronicled the personal and professional lives of the California family, including Kim Kardashian's marriage to rapper Kanye West, an armed robbery in Paris, and Khloe Kardashian's split with basketball player Lamar Odom in the transition of family patriarch Bruce Jenner to Caitlyn Jenner. The show helped Kim Kardashian launch a beauty and shapewear line, launched the modeling career of her half sister Kendall Jenner, and helped promote a lip gloss business that turned half sister Kylie Jenner into a billionaire at the age of 21. In recent months, Kim announced she will train as a lawyer and lobby for criminal justice reform. Oh man. That's good. Yeah. That's good, bro. She's I already like got that. in a few people. I don't know about that last plot twist at
5: the, <laughs> the end, The plot dude. twist. Yeah. She's going to become a lawyer.
4: Oh, man. Listen, I got my respect for her. For
5: We're going to be uh, getting new, um, you know, Court Kardashian or something like that.
7: Yeah,
4: yeah. that's what yeah. I figured. She's
7: going to end up at the UN talking about fucking- Yeah, it'll be a TV show. The thing, Dolphins.
4: Listen, though. Listen. That's what's up, man. It's good. She's parlaying, having released her own sex tape into becoming a lawyer making efforts into a pres- in, in prison reform our
2: culture is in good hands everything is good guys
4: everything's good <laughs> the fuck are you guys doing to change circumstances of people in need uh,
2: i'm playing the numbers
4: playing the fucking numbers you make me sick yeah dude this is our 23rd episode oh uh, what are you and listen i don't want to hear about this
5: 23rd shit. bro it's 9-11 don't you know what happened? You don't, when you take nine plus 11 plus two, two, zeros, 2, 1, <laughs> it's fucking 23.
4: <laughs> it sounds like fucking Morty having a stroke. Do you know how old I am? I'm fucking 32.
5: Well. That's 23 backwards. Ooh. When's your birthday?
4: I don't have a birthday, dude. It's 10,
5: 10:13. 23. 23.
4: I don't have a birthday. I was, I was grown in a test tube.
5: Do you know w- do you know what the number w from wtc it's the 23rd letter. T, T is fucking 20. <laughs> C is fucking 3. That's 223 is 2 towers. Oh
4: my god. I like it. Is there any more? There's no more qu- no more fucking Look
5: at your keyboard. <laughs> the fucking w. It's the 23rd letter. There's 2 and a 3 on top of it.
4: Damn. Oh my god.
5: On every fucking keyboard, all of them, all of them. Well, all the standard ones.
4: Okay, see all the QWERTY What else? What else is twenty three?
5: A bunch of things. Fuck <laughs> the axis of the fucking uh, world spins on a, 20, a 23 axis.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Just uh, you get uh, twenty three chromosomes from each parent. Wow. You want me? To, you want me just to bring up everything?
4: Yeah, all of it. Dude.
5: All of it? No, no. Then no. you don't just want watch no. the movie. <laughs> Andrew did bring up uh, the, the gender thing, which I, I was looking up on uh, while we were doing that. Uh, there are sixty-four gender identities. That's thirty that's Thirty two. if you tell me you know. The by two.
4: <laughs> that's great If you divide
5: it by two, it's thirty-two. That's twenty-three backwards. That is. Then Etta brought up Iris. This is the god of chaos.
4: And then what's she, that?
5: She's uh, related to the number
4: 23 ah, So you can find us on social media
5: The bible Adam and Eve had 23 daughters
4: Fucking you can find us on Facebook Almost positive No at almost positive Instagram almost.positive.podcast And twitter At the underscore real almost You got no more 23's bro
5: the first Morse code transmission was half God wrote was uh, from the Bible passage twenty three twenty
4: three. What was the Bible passage?
5: What Hath Goth wrote?
4: Oh, oh I thought you were having a, st- a fucking stroke when you no, read well, that. That's, that's
5: how they wrote okay. it. They wrote it in old olden English
4: yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're on all the fucking streaming platforms that matter.
5: Oklahoma City four nineteen. That's twenty three.
4: 23, how?
5: 419?
4: Yeah, 419. April oh, April 19th. Oh, got it. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Pocket Cast.
5: Waco! That's another
4: 419.
5: Wacko. Wacko. April 19th. That's
1: 23. That
4: is 23, dude. Or, you know, you guys go. What well, did a-
7: your DNA test? Wasn't it D- 23 and me? <laughs> <laughs> Good
4: God! <laughs> on our fucking website if you can't if you're too lazy to get on the streaming service that's fucking almost positive online and uh
5: the titanic sunk on <laughs> april 4th 15 19 12 what? 4 plus 1 plus 5 plus 1 plus 9 plus what 1 plus
4: fuck? 2 that's 23 <gasps> That's that was fuck, dude who the fuck let this guy end the show man or hit us up on the almost positive fucking hotline If you got any complaints If you got a calculator and you want to fucking uh, review this guy's math If you want to talk to HR If you want to talk to the manager If you want to give us some compliments, reviews uh, Lane, we're waiting for you to call us And and uh, tell us if you were for real about the bleeding penis thing <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can hit us up at 312-715-7587 no more 23 stuff bro
5: In uh, telegraph code They use the word They use the number 23 to break the line So on telegraphs you always see 23 <laughs> in the corner That's that's how you know it's Oh the yeah end.
4: I see that all the time for sure Nice right. that's <laughs> beautiful So this is fucking Sir Rollington For Van Rollington In twenty-three, A.K.A. Jamal A.K.A. Tyrone Is that what it is A.K.A. Hydro A.K. Uh-huh. Our friend David. Uh-huh. A.K. Yuri. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and for fucking Andrew, Richard, and Eddie, saying keep an eye to the sky, near to the ground, stay vigilant, and be kind. Peace, peace. It's the number. I'm seeing it
14: everywhere. Well, conspiracy buffs would say, of course. (laughs) After all, the world spins on an axis of 23 degrees. When you told them it's actually 23.5, they say 5 is simply 2 plus 3. 23 is (laughs) very good at this particular game. Fire a bit of literature on the 23 enigma. There are 23 axioms to Euclid's geometry. The human body consists of 46 chromosomes, 23 from each parent. Blood takes 23 seconds to circulate. The Mayans believed the end of the world would occur December 12, 2012. 20 plus 12 is? 23 reversed. 2 divided by 3. Point 666. number the devil. There are only 22 chapters in the book of Revelations. And we all know how that ends.
0: You know what A-bomb means? Certainly.
14: A-bomb is what some people call our program. Oh,
1: wrinkle. I woke up this morning with a bad hangover. And my penis was missing
6: again happens all the time it's detachable
5: this comes in handy a lot of the time i can leave it home when i think it's going to get me in trouble or i can rent it out when i don't need it
13: i have lost my fiance the poor baby
8: (laughs) maybe the dingo ate your baby The dingo ate your baby.
0: (laughs) To to, to
5: license it?